in three, two, one. Hey, for hey. real, what's up, my man, my friends? This is, but of course, it's your boy Keezy, aka Kyle, and this is my man. I'm Jeff Goldblum. Jeff fucking Goldblum, man. Boy. I love it. I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had a Jeff Goldblum impression. I just have that. I, I don't have a Jeff Goldblum impression. <laughs> Let's clash. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. So now we're back to where we um, failed on the last stream. Yeah. All right. So what's cracking? So Bobby Cray, we were, yeah. we were just mentioning it. We were talking before the show a little bit. I was like, yeah. wait, let's save it for the show. Um, we were talking about the Bobby Cray video you guys shot. What's the song called? It's called I'm On. I'm On. Yeah, it's tight. All right. All it's right. A good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, it's Bobby Cray featuring me. Um, it's got his little screaming thing that he does on the hook, and then we be the spazzing. <laughs> Like that shit. That's my body. Motherfucker, I'm on. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I like it. But it's it's tight. Okay. Um, we filmed the video. We're waiting to get it back. Okay. And then he'll be dropping that single on you, and it's gonna be the hotness. Man, why don't you just edit that shit? I don't have the footage for one. For two, real weird to have some other video guy to film it and then be oh, like, yeah. Yo, why don't you give me no. the footage and I'll edit it myself, Come bro. Come on, man. I know I'm I'm retarded, okay? I get it. Um <laughs> the uh I forgot that he won that video shit. Yeah. That's what it was for. Yeah. I got you. Okay. I was thinking you guys went and filmed it yourself. Nope. Nope. All right. That's if what's we went up. and filmed it ourselves, I'd be editing that video. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> um yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Me too. I but, really want to see it. It's going to be awesome. Oh, so I see the connection now. You posted on Twitter or Facebook that you, Bobby Cray sent you another video that was filmed in that exact same spot. Yes. So here's the bullshit in that is that these motherfuckers are just filming rappers at this. No, uh, it wasn't the same guys that filmed the video. That was my initial thing was I was like, these guys really just take our spot and go film another video there and he's yeah. like no nah, it's a different videographer and I was like, oh, okay i find that hard to believe why the, was that other artist that he sent you um part of, or at this hip-hop awards or anything i don't know i don't know who the other guy was okay i mean that to me that would make the most sense then why are you got you didn't think about that well, i mean the location that we shot this video at is like if you search like abandoned spots okay you know, in Columbus, like that's like one of the top ones that pops up. Like okay. it's like a common place. That's why it's a graffiti location because people constantly go there. So it's like I'm sure there's been many other music videos that have been filmed there prior to. What's going to happen is you, y'all are going to get that fucking video back, and it's going to be shot for shot exactly the fucking same. <laughs> it's not as the other video. <laughs> yeah, it's not. They're going to superimpose fucking cars in the background. I know, like shit. I know, like the shots that we did and the shots that we saw in that video. They're not the same. It's just the same location. All right, man. Yeah, we'll see. But it's alright. Our song's better. I doubt that. Other guy's video that other song was so cool. Don't hate. Don't be a hater, bro. He was. He might be a great guy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird where you pick your battles. I mean, that's so interesting. I might meet that guy. He might be my friend later. Okay. It's. A, I mean, what's what's hilarious is that guy is no worse than like some of the trash ass shit you use for raise the bars and like. He wasn't whack. He was <laughs> the issue with the video that I the, the song was that it sounded like everybody else. Yeah. It wasn't like he couldn't rap. He could rap. He just All wasn't right. great. I like I like that you're refusing to hate on that guy. It's cool. That's so friendly of you. I mean, uh, he had a he had a fucking what's it called? Uh, like dirt bike jacket on. 
I thought um, that was kind of a ridiculous choice. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about that. I thought that shit was whack as fuck. What I saw. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, won't even entertain that. You're so you're so. Cordial. I didn't say he was dope. But I don't <laughs> think he was a trash rapper either. I just I don't like that everybody wants to sound like Future Thing. Mm. Everybody wants to sound like the same fucking rapper. Like mm. be original. I'm with that. But I thought he could rap. Yeah. Yeah. Just squandered. Huh? He squandered his uh, uh fucking ability is what you're saying by choosing the wrong path. It's like the he he chose the dark the dark path. Chooses, maybe I chose, chose the dark path. Maybe. Maybe he's the Jedi and I'm the Sith. Yeah. I mean, I guess well, I would see it the other way because he's like selling his soul. Who's I'd sell my soul right now. Who do you think you're talking then, to? Then why aren't you making videos and songs like and music like that? Because I don't know if that's a real great way to be just successful. But that is See, I think you're I think, missing I think, my point. I'm saying that's selling your soul. Making, what is making bullshit trash ass music for the masses, regardless of your talent. But I would I would make bullshit trash ass music for the masses if somebody paid me enough money to do it. Okay. I would do it. But like okay. the artist in me just doesn't naturally. But that's do what I'm that. saying. That I'm calling that selling your soul. Is all I'm saying. Well, I'd sell my soul though. So I'm still definitely the Sith. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. If you got a check big enough. I'll take your money, okay? Well, he's selling his soul, and you li- you were literally but just saying- I don't saying, think anybody's been paying him money for it either, though. <laughs> well, it's hilarious. You were literally just saying, like, everybody trying to be future. I mean, that's annoying or whatever, but I don't think be original, do and then you're like, I would sell my soul. I, mean, I don't think people do that consciously. Like, I don't think rap, like local rappers are constantly copying everybody else for the sake of, like, just trying to follow trends to get popping. I think they do that because they're not creative in the first place. Yeah. I agree, but I think they think they're making dope shit. It's not like they're they're sacrificing what they their actual beliefs mm. for the sake of being something else. Like mm. they think they are what they are that dopeness. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So like, I don't think he's making a compromise. I think that's what he wants to do. Oh. I just don't think he he realizes that he's not being clever. I don't know, man. That's my opinion, but well, in that case, since you're smarter than them and above them, then you should just purposely make trash ass music for the masses. I mean, again, I would if somebody would pay me to do it. <laughs> All right. If you just gotta if, start doing it, if then... fucking Jermaine Dupree hits me in the inbox and is like, "Yo, I gotta, I got an M for you, but you gotta, you gotta make some bullshit." I'm like, "All right, JD, let's get together, bro." I would assume you'd, but, have, you'd have to already be proficient at bullshit before uh, you get discovered. I don't know. I've tried to write like really, really simple stuff before. Yeah, and it's hard. Hmm. For me, just because listen I've to been, some of that RJ shit, man. Get uh, <laughs> get inspired. No, like like I've been I've been doing what I've been doing for so long. Yeah. That like when I try to switch lanes and do something really simple, my mind can't slow down for it. I got you. Like it's a struggle for me. Okay, it's like purpose trying to purposely be bad at something. I it's not it. even necessarily because I I have a song on my album that was purposely bad. No, 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 no. I have a song on my album that was purposely simple. Okay. And it's called Lurker. And it took me a long time to write this song. And it's easily the most simple song that I've recorded for it. Okay. But like the issue there was I had to keep rewriting things because I'd start and I'd get a few bars that were like simple the way I wanted it. And then I'd catch myself eight bars later and I'd go back and like these, the next eight bars were all, I, I, 
I lost track of what I was doing and I got too complex and I had to like pull it back and I you were just trying to make a dope song. Cause I'm like, just, that's just my natural yeah. writing process. So like, I gotcha. but like I was still trying to say cool shit and everything, but I was trying to dumb it down a little bit mm. and it was, it was hard for me. Hmm. Let me keep it real. Okay. Like it's hard to change your process once you've established a process. Yeah. All it got me thinking, um, remember how you were telling us about how you made like supposedly made like 20,000 songs. It was a long time ago. I was at 20,000, yeah. I mean, mind you, when I say 20,000, I'm not saying all of them are good. Yeah, I know. And I'm not saying all of them are like complete. Yeah. And Did I'm you record 20,000? Yeah. This is what I have recorded. <laughs> but like, these are, these are, these are like, I know. It's a just, lot of them will be like, I laid a hook. It just sounds, I'm not laughing at or you. Or I laid just, a verse featured on somebody else's shit. I had 20,000 different know. song sessions that I had. I don't even, are there 20,000 fucking beats? <laughs> oh, are you kidding? Uh, it's a joke. But, uh, I was just thinking about that because I saw an article talking about how um, Slim Thug, is he a rapper? Yeah, Slim Thug Sweet. Is he? Yeah. Um, it said, maybe it was him. Is Young Thug a rapper? Yep. Maybe it was him. One of them. Um, had, it was an article about how he said that he had 15,000 songs. And I was like, Psh. Man, that ain't even shit. N's got like 20,000. I like 20,000 at like 20 years old. <laughs> uh, they should be fucking again, writing articles about you, bro. But hey, again. Can you put together the full 20,000 song torrent? And uh, I don't I, think I have them all anymore. I'll see that shit forever. I don't have it anymore. But um, like I said, a lot of it was like. As long as it has all the finale and all the RJ. A lot of it was like. All of it. Not finished stuff or. How much of it was finale? I don't know. I didn't have it partitioned off into different named folders. Well, how like, the fuck do you know there's 20,000? Because I had 20,000 different sessions. All right. So you had to restart each session 400 times, and that brings your total down to... Uh, I never restarted a session. Like, like what do you mean? You know, it fucks up, or you had to redo some, redo a song. But if a song... if Like, I've had sessions fuck up, but like if a session fucked up and I went to redo the song, I deleted the initial session and started over. Okay. I had 20,000 different song sessions. So, but like I said, not all of them were finished. Not all of them were good. Not all of them were my songs. A lot of them were like J red featuring me. So I had a verse. You know what I'm saying? Counts. Like, I know. I feel you. But yeah, I had 20,000 that I had worked on. Yes. How many verses do you think you've written? Fucking no. I know when I moved out of my parents' house and I moved to Colorado years ago, I had a drawer in my desk. All the songs I'd written on paper. Yeah. I stuck them in this drawer when I was done with them and I just kept them all together. And, you know, at some point I switched from paper to electronic, like writing on my phone and shit or whatever. But um, when I went to move out, I took all of these pages and I stuck them in a box and I taped it up real tight and I wrote my hopes and dreams on it threw it in the back of their crawl space so like when i'm like 60 i can go in there and pull that out like whenever my you know my parents croak i'm gonna go get that out and we're cleaning out the house and i'm gonna whip that shit open and i'm gonna probably feel really shitty about a lot of the shit that i read because it's gonna be embarrassing but it's gonna be like a moment for me and me alone nobody else has to see that you know what i'm saying like i have that for me someday yeah that's super cool yeah that's awesome man you when you when you're rich and famous that you could sell that bitch for like no nobody's ever gonna see him. There's no amount dollars. of money. There's no amount of money that I'm just passing. When that you off pop for. it open, will you take a few pictures and screenshots and probably I'm sure I will. <laughs> but like like I'll find like stuff that I like and you yeah. know what I'm saying. But like a I lot of that you. is it's for me. It's not for the world. I got you. I got you. That's pretty cool, man. I like yeah. that. That's so intriguing. Yeah, you know, I've I'll, recorded a fucking lot of music, bro. I promise. You. <laughs> I have like 
hundreds of songs that I had recorded that were on a laptop that I lost that I have n- never released. Mm. Gone forever. So somebody's got gone some, forever. Somebody's got some unreleased finale out no, there. No, 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 no. Nobody else. The laptop broke. Oh. Like it, like it was gone. Oh. Like I had, I, I remember specifically that's I had like, a song. That's I wrote, like finding a hard drive with a bunch of Bitcoin on it. It's out there, man. No, no, no. The hard drive is, was no good. Why not? Because I still had the laptop afterwards. It was gone. Oh. Um. But okay, gotcha. But like, I I specifically remember I had a song called "Laugh Back" that I loved that I did, uh. and I lost it on that laptop. You try to recreate that magic ever? I don't remember it, so I don't have the lyrics anywhere. Like, I don't know. Oh, that sucks. So like, I I remember having a song that I really liked and like never got released, and it's gone forever. That's yeah. a shame. It's called "Laugh Back." That's that a was fucking tight. shame. But there was a bunch of them, like tons and tons of stuff. Like Grindhouse has unbearable amounts of song. Me and Neek used to record for like 30 hours at a time. <laughs> literally. Like it's pretty cool. Literally record for like 30 hours at a time. We have like songs. We had a zombie song that we did that nobody's ever heard. Like we got a bunch of shit that nobody's ever heard. I got a lot of music. Like every song I have ever did is on Keezy.com pretty much. It's like I, I never wasted. Well, I, I, I don't mean to waste it, but I never thought to like not record and release something I've recorded just because I spent for me, I spent so much fucking time on a song that if I don't release it, like every moment up until that point is a waste of time. See, I, I like to rap because I like the feeling of rapping. Yeah. I like, like laying it like mm-hmm. when you're in the booth and you're actually rapping it and then you're mixing it and it's hitting that stride. Like everything's coming together. Like I like the feeling of that. Yeah. And then you like, you look at your dude and you're like, Oh, so like when I, it, no, but like it. when I finish it, like when I finish something, <laughs> I'm less concerned with letting other people hear that and more concerned with let's do that again. Yeah. I hear you. you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, like on a, to the next like one. Like it is. It's, it's just like that, bro. Like that That's feeling, cool. bro. Like when you're just, Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> That's and it's, it's especially good. And this is why a lot of my songs are formatted like this. Um, it's because I like the feeling, but like I like writing songs where I go a long time with no hook so that I can rap it all at once. Mm-hmm. I don't like punching in stuff. I like the feeling of being in there and just like I can get three minutes of me just going and like it's like an exercise. I like it for the feeling of me being in there doing that for three minutes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I like that feeling. Hmm. And I like it when you know it's something nasty. Like it's not subjective anymore. Like this shit is wrong. <laughs> like this shit is hard. And when you're getting that, and you're just like, oh yes, I love that shit, bro. It is like that. And Bobby knows, bro. Bobby knows that shit is like a drug, bro. I love that shit. All right, I can feel that, man. It's a good feeling. <laughs> I don't like performing as much. Yeah, but that one's that uh, performing's cool just because like. If people genuinely like into it, like performing is cool. I like performing, but like I honestly, that that gets me more. Like when I when I feeling when I when I think about my most fun moments rapping, it's usually like the nights we were performing or something. I mean, which was only a handful of times, but every time it was like so exciting. It's absolutely a great feeling too, and I like to perform. I'm not saying that I don't, but there's a difference between being on stage and hitting that verse and people are rocking with you and that feels good. Right. But like, I like the feeling of creating. Yeah. I feel you. And it's like, it's different when you're performing something that's been created as opposed to being in that booth and it's just you and a mic and you're just hitting it. 
Okay. Like I got to the point where it's I like, almost like a meditation. Well, like I got, some point, I right? got so yeah, into man. recording it. Like, like in Arizona, like we used to have all these house parties and shit. Yeah. And I'd be in the middle of the party recording songs and people be like, like come kick it or whatever. Like me and Nika be in there recording and everybody be getting fucked up and doing wild <laughs> shit and shit. And it was like, this is how we party. Like, <laughs> We are partying. This is what we want to be doing. Like it's like it's like a drug. Like everybody, you want to do a line of blow. We're like we're doing that when we're in that booth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's that feeling. That's pretty cool, man. I love that. Feeling. I, th- I think that's what I'll, everyone in in life strives to find that for them. You know what I mean? Like if you could find absolutely, if you could find that for you, like well, this that's, is the that's thing that I try matters, to tell people you know? too is like because because a lot of people I don't think have a passion or a hobby. Yeah. They don't have like a thing. And I'm not necessarily saying that everybody has to have a thing, but I feel like there is a thing for everybody. You just have to find it. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. Different people are different. But like, if you find that feeling, like you'll be the same way. You'll want to do that all the time. And I think like a lot of people like rapping's cool. So they want to like, they want to rap because everybody else raps or whatever. And it's like, I'm not rapping because everybody else rap. I'm rapping because I love to rap. Yeah. I'm not rapping because it's cool. I'm not rapping because I want you to know I'm a rapper because like, that's why I have so many songs I never release. I don't, I care substantially less about that. And I care more about like, I want to rap. I feel that. And I think there's something for everybody. You just have to find it. I mean that for me, that, uh, that was me for a long, for a long time, you know, a good part of my life too. But I think for me, it was less about, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like performing and shit, but it was less about being passionate and being in the moment when you're recording in the booth. But for me, it was more of like a, a creative just release. Like, you know, I have like ideas and stories that yeah. I don't, you know, I would love to somehow record, you know, whether writing or right. whatever, but I'm not, I don't have a, a patience to write a fucking book. So you know, writing a couple sixteens yeah. is a lot easier. You know what I mean? Especially with, but the, I mean, with the creative, that. with the creative twist of making it rhyme, you know, obviously it's, it's that was always, I like that challenge, you know, the actual writing challenge, but right. Um, well, I mean, your music speaks that. And I know like of our audience, I know a lot of them are people, you know, personally, so they'll probably understand this a little bit better, but like a lot of people coming from my side, people that don't know your people in Arizona, uh, like your music it's a lot of real crazy storytelling and conceptual stuff. Yeah. And like it speaks to that like storytelling expression. Yeah, that's that was always, you know, what I enjoyed out of it. And like then just hearing it, you know, what the final product when it's done and being like, you know, there it is, you know. I, that's what that was my favorite part. Like being able to have that MP3 and be like, look what I got, you know. Well, I mean, that's all. Y'all want to check this shit out? Bam, you know. I don't care what you think about it, but I like just having it. Being able to just have it is cool to But me. I mean, part of part of my passion too was like I'm extremely competitive in everything. <laughs> um, and so that's part of the reason why I think I I rap the way I rap. Yeah. Is because I very much want to be a better rapper than whoever else is there. And like, I understand that Lil Pump, when he gets in the booth, is not doing that at all. He's just doing his own thing. And that's fine. But like, I could never rap like that because that's not who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just trying to have fun. Like, I'm trying to be better than everyone else. Because that's why I write the way I write. And like, it makes it. That's why I like battle rapping so much. Yeah. Like, I have this compulsive need to, like, win. 
I know it's not a great quality. That's really no, not a very good quality, but I can't help it. That's just but who I am. luckily your high is, you know, something positive and creative, you know? Yeah. That's all that's what we can be thankful for, to be quite honest. You know, if if that's if what get it's if what gets you high is that creative and awesome, you know, fucking find that and do it forever. You know, well, I mean, it's not, it's not shocking to me that creative is my thing either just because everybody in my family is creative. Yeah. Like my dad is a writer. Yeah. My mother is into like crafts and art and like she was in, she had nail salons, like she paints, like my mom's like that. And then my sister, she's, she's now basically kind of like a chef, which is kind of like art in itself. But, um, she like she had like a book that she wrote you know what i'm saying like she's naturally got that too and my brother he was a photographer for years and years and years okay it's so like we've all kind of got that you've natural all found, you've all found your thing that you know? art in us yeah yeah that's that's what's up man i think i i think a lot of people are probably if they're unhappy they, that's what they're missing you know well it's like like both my baby's moms when i was dating both of them i used to constantly tell them like you need a hobby yeah like i don't care what it is but you need to find something that you love because like they, they always have this like compulsive need to like, you're my hobby. And it's like, yeah. I'm not your hobby. I'm your boyfriend. I'm not your hobby. <laughs> and they're like, well, I have kids. Like, no, those are your kids. They're not your hobby. Being a mom is not your hobby. Well, I, you're, you are right in saying that, but I think with a lot of moms, it just, it really is like a true, like DNA ingrained, like instinct to like, just that becomes their life. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like it's just a maternal thing. So that, what do you do before you have kids? What do you do when your kids grow up and move away? Well, then those you, things are not forever. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying like you have to have something you like to do. You have to be able to entertain yourself. No, I do agree with you there. I, I talked to, I've talked to Tara many times about that. You can't put that on another person, be it your kid, your spouse or anybody else. That's not fair. Yeah. I mean, like Tara has her, um, you know, obviously she does the mom thing and she does it well. And that is Tara has hobbies of, and I can see them when I walk in your house. Yeah. She, she really enjoys like decorating yeah. and like redoing furniture and shit. So, you know, I, Anytime, as far as my kids or her, like I encourage that and well, try, like they, try to do your best to like keep that fire going. You know, they would what kill mean? me because like they'd be like, my hobby is to go out drinking with my friends, and I'm like, that's not a hobby. Like yeah, that's, that's something fun, everybody but. does. It's fun. <laughs> that's fine. But like that's not a hobby. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, my hobby is like like my ex used to. I like to be outside. I like to go hiking. And I'm like, okay, that's a hobby. That's fair. Yeah. The problem you have is if your entire hobby revolves around going and being outdoors and all that, like you. You've now selected a hobby that you cannot engage at home. So if you're at home by yourself all day, or if you're at home and the kid's asleep, what are you going to do? Take that fucking kid with you, man. You just live your life. Live your best life. No, (laughs) I understand that. But you can't always take a hiking trip whenever you feel like it. Oh, yes, you can, man. You got to put your mind to it. You can do anything, anytime. But that's a legitimate hobby, and that's fine. Like I said, you need something that you can, you got to be able to occupy yourself. Yeah. I have multiple hobbies. I like to play video games. Mm-hmm. I like to rap. Yeah. You know, I, I do all kinds of shit. That's why I don't get, um, I got a fucking awesome podcast. Tara does often like kind of give me the look like I'm bored. I'm just going to sit here and play on my phone until you figure out a way to entertain me. And mm-hmm. me, I, I'm perfectly happy playing fucking video games or dicking around on the computer or finding shit to like get into. A, well, I would like try to like get them into my hobbies. Not necessarily because your hobby has to be my hobby, but it's like, I can only, I can only help you with what I know. Yeah. So like, you don't have to like video games, but I can try to help you. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you like video games. Maybe we could do this together. No, no. Okay. Well, then what are you going to do? Because I got a hobby. You don't. Yeah. I feel it. All right, man. Yeah. Let's move on to your list. <laughs> I've enjoyed I've enjoyed this conversation. Just the show's only so long. Um, all right, I got a I got a fairly good list this week too. Cool, good. Um, all right, so first of all, I don't mean to keep bringing up Coyote Peterson and Hot Ones, but this week I watched Coyote Peterson on Hot Ones, and I felt like that was relevant. Fuck yeah, me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was cool. I liked uh, it. I like both of those things. We literally sat around like I'm not kidding you. What was it? Set Sunday? We probably watched Coyote Peterson videos for six hours. My daughter straight. loves him, dude. It's my he's daughter so fucking great. My daughter loves that shit. Like every because like uh, <laughs> during the week, I will not let my son sleep in my bed because I mean, first of all, they need to sleep in their own beds. Yeah, but that like, shit in the butt instantly. But um, <laughs> I don't, I don't let him sleep in my bed because he has school. Yeah, and he has to wake up. And if he comes and sleeps in my bed, he's gonna watch TV all night and not get up. Yeah. Right. So uh, during the week, I usually split my kids up at bedtime because they'll keep each other up. Yeah. So I said, my daughter comes and lays with me. My son stays in the room and I know he gets real sad about it. And I always try to explain to him like, this is not because I don't want you in there. Yeah. Like on the weekends, you can come sleep in my bed and whatever. And you can get your turn. It's cool. But like, this is about school. That's why you're not allowed in mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of times at night, my daughter will be laying in bed with me and we'll be watching like Coyote Peterson now. <laughs> like we watch like one with her. And every time she comes in my room now, well, let's watch the bug guy. <laughs> that's awesome. Can we watch the bug show? <laughs> and she loves that guy. And like, yeah. that's like become a thing for her and I now. So that's it's awesome. like super fun. That's great. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. He's so cool. Like, I, I mean, we watched a bunch of the ones where he was playing with cute baby animals and yeah, we watched the baby crocodiles that just came out. I didn't see that one. Did you watch the one with the ocelot? I didn't, but I saw a reference that to it on sweet. another episode. I did watch one where he caught what he thought was an eel and then it turned out to be Something else, bro. It was like I forget what it See, was. See, I haven't seen that either. Like this dude has so many fucking dude, videos. Dude, it's such a cool fucking show. I love that shit, bro. I mean, what's cool too is the videos are between like ten short. To, ten to twenty five minutes. You can fill usually. like any kind of time frame. You yeah. got ten minutes before you gotta leave, you can watch one. If you got twenty yeah. minutes, you can watch one. Like the like, Ocelot one's cool because he actually he's just walking through the rainforest and oh, that's where that's where I heard the reference of the ocelot one was in hot ones yes. because he asked him about what yep. his favorite animal was and it, they were talking about the ocelot it's awesome because the ocelot's obviously like used to humans but it is wild like it's just used to humans walking through and it just keeps fucking with him like biting him on the face like playing with yeah. him but um it's like so curious and cool like i've never seen anything like it, it was, it's great i watched like ones about little geckos in japan i know he just uploaded another one it's about like it's got some yellow lizard Oh uh, yeah, I see yeah, that. I, I haven't watch watched it. that one yet, but yeah, I love that show, bro. Yeah, he's the man. But I watched him on Hot Ones, and that shit was awesome. So did you watch some more Hot Ones? Was, yeah, and it was funny to watch him on Hot Ones because, yeah. <laughs> like, you see him do all these bug bites. Yeah, and then he's on Hot Ones, and you could tell it's hot. But he's been through so much, like sharp pain wise, that like he's eating them. He's like, yeah, this is hot. And yeah. he just keeps eating them, and it's just really not shit. But it's interesting because he's like, uh, you get to, he starts doing what he does on his show, which is kind of just looking in the camera, and explaining exactly what he feels, which is what you want. Right. When somebody's on hot ones, but he does it so fucking perfect. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, he's like, it's like a, a burn, like all through here, <laughs> like you know what the fuck. Uh, but what's interesting is he said he never eats hot stuff, and he said he never ate a chicken wing. He yeah. Ate, he said he had one. Yeah. Like a week prior or some shit. Yeah, that was that blew my fucking mind yeah. more than anything. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's the man, and he's got, he's gonna be here tomorrow. Great, great fucking. I'm gonna try show. to go up there tomorrow morning and get some uh, tickets to uh, do the meet and greet. We'll see how it goes. 
I love that shit, bro. Uh, that shit is awesome. We um, I we got his book in the mail, um, the King of Sting, where he like, uh, we bought it because we wanted to get it signed, and then come to find out, yeah, you, you, talk, you talk about this last buy it there, but um, we got the book and we were flipping through it and shit, and um, the end chapter actually he he gives like a breakdown, a detailed like ten page, um, I don't know discussion about the executioner wasp which is yeah. the one that he hasn't shown yet so i think he's waiting until the book got yeah. out and shit like that yeah they said he said december on his little yeah. he had a thing that said december yeah um, it's gonna be cool yeah he's the man though i watched him get stung by we watched a, a bunch of sting ones we watched some cute baby ones i watched him get stung by uh uh a lionfish he like stuck his hand yeah on it. i saw that too um just on that note i I saw him doing the ad spot for the DVD for the Executioner Wasp, and I thought, yeah, you should get this on Plex, except for it'll be on YouTube, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah. um, that did remind me, you should get Kenny and Spenny on Plex. Have oh, you ever yeah. watched I've that show? Post that. Yes, I've seen it. That show is hilarious, yeah, bro. That awesome. is like the most underappreciated. Like it was so funny, and it never caught on. Was that like that was maybe a pre was that a predecessor to Jackass, or was that like no, a result was, of Jackass? No, it was. I've watched it, but I know that, but I just didn't know which came first. Oh, it was way after Jackass, but okay. it was uh, produced by like Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Like the one dude in it. Um, I don't know what his relation is, but he's clear. Like if you look at him, he's obviously related to Trey Parker. <laughs> he looks a lot like really? Trey Parker. Hmm. And so like there's obviously a relation there, but they like produce that show. And that yeah. show is so funny. It is funny. For those that don't know, it's like these two like roommates, seemingly roommates. Yeah. They just like... At, the show is they like compete somehow every episode and then there's like a punishment or something i thought of this because i was watching the the snack attack or whatever the game with bitwit and his wife where they play the oh, video yeah. game i was watching that and it just clicked in my head oh, like this yeah. is just like kenny and kenny for spinny <laughs> and that's what i thought like you should put that shit on there i want to watch it yeah but the one dude would always cheat like every fucking time yeah there was like a dorky guy and like, like the like kind of asshole guy and the asshole guy was always fucking with the dorky guy that's kind of cringy because sometimes you felt bad for him like he's like he really like fucked up his week or whatever doing this it was challenge. awesome i love that you know? shit <laughs> but yeah so if you've never watched Kenny vs. Spenny, you should watch that. That's hilarious. Like there was one where they had a, I don't know if it was wear blindfolds or something for like the whole day or the whole weekend or something like that. And like, as soon as they put them on, like the one dude just didn't wear it and just <laughs> like the whole time, you know, like what a fucking asshole. Yeah, that's the kind of shit that happens. <laughs> um, all right. All right. We got stuff to get through here. All right. Um, PlayStation Classic was hacked. Cool. Good. Shocker. Who didn't see that coming? Got you. Hold on. <laughs> Um, they're still working out the hacks, but it has been hacked. Okay. Oh, it's um, on loop. Sorry. Um, it, they're still working out the hack, so it's not perfect yet. Okay, cool. After they work out the hack, I'm probably going to get one. Okay. But I'm going to wait. I feel that. Because I don't want it just regular. It's yeah. garbage. I mean, but, what's the point of having that if you're not going to hack it and put every game on fucking it? Fucking tight, you know? though. That would be cool to have like a little miniature uh, replica of every system that has every game on it. You know what I mean? That'd be, be fucking tight. Yeah. I mean, you could do it. Sure, you do it all with a retro pie, but I, it's cool to have the little collector's items, too. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that item is more as a collector's item than a console to begin with. But, yeah. Um, Speaking of collector's item, I did buy a, uh, this Destiny Ghost for uh, the little cube. Yeah, like uh, from Destiny, he's like your little dude that follows yeah. you around, talks to you and shit. And uh, you can buy like a little replica one that it's a speaker and it connects to your Alexa. So if you, yeah. if you talk to it, it actually comes like you could say, Alexa, ask Ghost to tell me about the tower. And like he'll light up and be like, the tower is blah, 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 blah. And um, you could ask it to like change your loadout and shit in the game, which is kind of cool. But what's fucking dumb is I would never have bought it. It retails for $90, first of all. 
which is out fucking rageous to begin with. But number two, it was on sale for 10 bucks. And I was like, it's cool enough for 10 bucks just for the clip. That's cool. Item. Well, I, I want you to know that I saw another one of those that you could do. Yeah. Like that where you can connect it to your Alexa and talk to the thing instead of Alexa. Yeah. And it was the big mouth Billy Bass. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Yeah. That's tight. <laughs> I feel right. like you need one of those in here. Big mouth Billy Bass is our Alexa. <laughs> Hey Billy, that'd be cool if we if we could have one like right here. <laughs> um, all right, well, superimpose one there. The Nintendo Switch hack was blocked. Yeah, for six point two. I don't know. I I didn't know all the logistics of it. I just saw that it happened, and they used software somehow to Whoa. correct a hardware issue. And I saw that all the hackers were like, "Whoa, well, really I, good job, Nintendo. This is impressive." Um, I mean, I wasn't. You're you're half right. They did the the new update six point two update does. Um, it doesn't necessarily block the hack, but it does like arrange some of how they do the, from what I understand, no pro, but I, I read a couple threads about it, but it arranges, rearranges how they do like the signature checking or something like that. So that made it to where every single game you try to run won't work now. You know what I mean? Um, so all, it, all they have to do is just edit the code and then you just, every time you load re -X on it. We just need a new version of Reinex, and you're good to go. Well, I've they've not, already released it. This was my thought about this when I saw this. Yeah, I was like, if that's the end of the hack right there, yeah, I'm fine with it because I got way more games out of that that I will play. No, you're good. We're than good. the cost of a Switch. So I figured, yeah, even if that's the end of it, right there. Yeah, I got you. That was worth it. And that was if, if there's new Switch games that I want that we can't hack into it or whatever, and I can't play online or whatever, I know that they're going to just release a newer model of the Switch, mm -hmm. and I'll just get that later and play the newer model with all my new shit and have the hacked one for all my old shit because I got a fuck ton of shit on the hack. It's awesome. Well, here's fuck you, Nintendo. Here's a couple of things I'll tell you. Number one, you don't have to worry about it because you're not going on. You're, we've literally blocked Nintendo servers on yours, allegedly, so that it won't connect or download the update. So you won't get the update anyways. Okay. But but even if you did, I I believe since we've already like kind of injected, I, the I code, knew I wasn't gonna. Go. I knew I knew I wasn't gonna get the update because it's not attached yeah. to online. My concern was if they did block the hack, mm -hmm. then maybe you're not gonna be able to add future games that yeah, come out. That could be. And like if that's the case, whatever. I still don't feel like I lost right. anything. I feel like I'm still worth it. Well worth. I it. don't regret it. <laughs> I got Skyrim and fucking Doom and Wolfenstein and yeah. Resident Evil and like all kinds of cool shit that I can take with me, and that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't really feel bad when I saw that. I was like, oh, that's a shame, but still gotcha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. But I thought that was worth talking about. No, I got you. Um, all right. I got four things. All right. You want to do video games or computer stuff? Um, what's computer stuff? Talking about your computer? If we no. Can... Okay. <laughs> it's about like video gaming with computers or like okay. something like that. Let's just but, bust um, them both out, man. All right. We'll do computer stuff first. So um, AMD just had a bunch of leaks about what they're supposedly going to be announcing in January at Computech, I CES, one of those things, um, about their new line of processors and graphics cards. Their Ryzen 3000 processors hmm. are fucking monstrous. Yeah? Like, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, like, right now I have, for the computer I'm going to build, I have a Ryzen 7 um, Generation 2, which is the 2700X. It's eight cores, 16 threads. Like, it's a monster. Okay. Their new 
generation. Basically, the seven is going to become the five. They have a new seven and then they have a nine and they're all jump. Like you're going to be able to get something like 10 threads, 20 cores, 16 threads, 32 cores, all for like less than 500 bucks, like oh, cheap. And they're all going to crush Intel's whole line. Like it's just massive. That sounds cool. Um, it's going to jump computer technology way the fuck ahead. And it's going to be very, very, very affordable. I love um, it. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, then they had their leaks on their graphics cards. Mm -hmm. The uh, 3080 is their new graphics card that is supposed to be um, the equivalent of a 3090 is going to be the 1080 GTX 1080. And with those retail at around $600. Okay. The Ryzen ones coming out is going to be comparable for 250. Okay. The step down from that is going to be comparable to the one that's down from that around the $500 mark. There's going to be 200 and they have another one. that's going to be 150 or 130. That is going to be comparable. Like they're okay. basically the competition is going to jump all of the prices way down. And that's tight. That is very tight. I'm glad to hear all that. Yeah. That's news like I was me. looking. I, I was looking at getting that. a 2070, which is the new one they came out with. Yeah. The RTX 2070, which is about $600. The comparable for that is going to be 250. Dope. I love yeah. it. Save me hundreds of dollars. Fuck you, Intel. Yeah. That, that's not Intel. That's NVIDIA. Oh, okay. Intel does the processors. Well, NVIDIA fuck you, Intel, too, for making those expensive-ass yeah, processors, like four times more AMD than AMD. AMD is killing the game. AMD, that's where it's at. I actually am thinking about getting like some stock in AMD, because that just sounds fucking <laughs> massive, bro. Do it, man. You heard it here first. Buy AMD. Buy, buy, buy. I don't know shit about buying stock. That's just crazy to me, though. Like, the substantial price drop with better performance. <laughs> Here's me buying AMD. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take some more. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because it's it's going to make everything more competitive and it's going to jump technology ahead. Well, actually, I, I'm going to get on. I'm going to get hop online real quick and buy some AMD right now. Hold on. <laughs> You're doing too much, bro. All right, um, all right. Moving on. I got video games. All right. There is a rumor out now that Capcom, yes, has already begun production on a Resident Evil 3 remake. Oh, shit. Now, if you know me, you know Resident Evil 2 is the one I wanted the most, and Resident Evil 3 is the one I wanted the second most. Mm -hmm. And Resident Evil 2 is about to come out next month, and there are now rumors leaking that Resident Evil 3 is being remade, and it's already in production, Dope. which is the best thing fucking ever. And it makes perfect sense, because they've basically got the whole Resident Evil franchise easily portable on every new console that comes yeah. out, except for Resident Evil 3. That's the only one that doesn't have like a modern version and kind of Code Veronica, except for that one's already kind of easy. So, so, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Very dope. Really, really want that. And they also released a bunch of new stuff on like Resident Evil 2 that looks awesome, and I've been trying to not watch it because I just want to enjoy the game. I feel that. I've really been trying to not look at everything that's coming out for that. What's the next game? Um, next one is Counter-Strike. just came out with an update. First of all, Counter-Strike went free to play, so everybody can get Counter-Strike for free now. Oh, yeah. And it has its uh, Battle Royale mode, which is called Danger Zone. So I downloaded my update. This is not the Battle Royale mode, but um, I downloaded my update, and I went to play it, and magically my computer won't run it, and it crashes. 
And so then I tried again and it crashes. So then I tried to go back to normal Counter-Strike and now that's crashing too. Your so, computer is a piece of garbage. So I'm not, well, I don't know that this was necessarily my computer. My computer's not helping, but um, there was another update like the next day that fixed it. Mm. So obviously it has something to do with the software. Yeah. Um, so as of last night, I actually got to play some of the Battle Royale. Oh, cool. And? It's not very good. <laughs> it's really not very good. Um, the one thing that really struck me was um, I feel like PUBG feels like a lot like Counter-Strike mm-hmm. in a Battle Royale setting. When I played Counter-Strike Battle Royale. Felt like PUBG? <laughs> no. PUBG feels so much more like Counter-Strike and Battle Royale than wow, Counter-Strike really? does. Okay. It was not very good. Not really a fan. I'm going to stick to regular PUBG or regular uh, Counter-Strike and regular PUBG. I'm not going to. Uh, eh. All right. What I other? feel like this should be really accessible to um, Battle Royale. It's not. That's a shame. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will come out with a better mod for it if that one doesn't already exist. There's only 16 people in a match for one instead of 100. Hmm. That's weird. And like, it's just weird. Like, you can find weapons, but you can also find money and then buy weapons on your little tablet and then little drones drop them off to you. It's weird, bro. Okay. It's not great. All right. What other game disappointed you this week? No, that was that was my whole list, bro. We just ran through it. I feel like there's been more shitty ones than not lately. That's the only reason I say that. Huh. Um, I did. I didn't put this on my list, but I went and got the division. Okay, I, I played it when it first came out. We got it as like a we were like fuck destiny at the time, and let's get division. Got it, and like barely anybody played it. It was okay, but it just didn't hold my attention. Well, at I all. was. I'm under the impression, and I don't know this for certain, but I'm under the impression that division at launch was not great. Yeah, that I think that was, and a lot of that's been of fixed and patched, and now a lot of people like it a lot. Yeah, um, it looked like something I would like, and I've had such a great experience with all the other Tom Clancy games that I played recently that yeah. I wanted to try it out. Sure. So I went and got that. Um, I didn't have much time this week. Okay. So I've only played a little bit of it, but I like it. I think it's really tight. Good. I think it's really cool. Um, also, it was extremely cheap. I got it for like. Actually, I, I went to GameStop to get it because that graphics card I bought has come with two free games, and I wanted to see if I wanted to get Division Two or if I okay. wanted to try Devil May Cry Five. I was leaning towards Division Two, so I wanted to play Division One. So that's why I went to get it, and I knew it was cheap. It was gonna be like eight bucks. Okay. So I went to GameStop, and they had a sale, and it was like on games under fifty or. Games under whatever price, you can get three of them for fifteen dollars. And oh, I knew Division dope. was one of them, so Hell I was yeah. like, "Well, I might as well just get a couple more, just because mm-hmm. I'm talking about seven dollars here." Yeah. So the other thing I picked up, the other games that I picked up, I picked up Evolve, which I had before and loved, except for it got stolen when I moved. Cool. So you replaced I just that. replaced that, and then I also had room for one more, and there was nothing that really struck me. So I just because I thought it's something I could try out. Maybe I like it. Maybe I won't. I got Final Fantasy 15. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, I, but that's with some good picks. I would try any of those. I mean, Final Fantasy 15, I figure even if I don't like it, like it's worth two bucks. <laughs> I mean, it cost me basically nothing because I replaced a game that I love that I didn't have anymore. Yeah. And I got the game that I wanted and the other one was free. So it all worked. Whatever. Out. Um, but I'm from what I've touched on the division. It's really fun. I like it. It's very it's what I wanted Destiny to be. Yeah. It's an MMO shooter, which is what I thought Destiny was going to be and was not. Okay. So I've enjoyed that. I've only barely touched it, though, like two hours, but cool. I should revisit it. It made me I have too many games. Any, I already said that for, but it made me more excited for uh, it. helped me decide that I'm definitely doing Division 2 mm. um, instead of Devil okay. May Cry because I don't really care about Devil May Cry, but I did see some gameplay of it and it looks kind of cool. Yeah, it looked when I saw the gameplay, it looked better than 
what I would have thought. I've never literally never played any. I've of those just games. never really liked Devil May Cry. It's kind of a hack and slashy arcadey game. Yeah. But like I said, the the gameplay that I saw, I was kind of like, looks this looks cool. pretty good. Yeah, it always I always am mesmerized. Like if I'm watching someone play it, it just looks so cool. But it's like intimidating. Like, I don't even know if I have the fucking reflexes to play a game. Well, like the that. division is right a lot more up my alley. Yeah. I'm more of a shooter kind of guy. Um, but I am weary that. Like, maybe it'll be like Destiny 2, and everybody will just be like, no, garbage. Yeah, I mean, that's probably going to happen, just like what they're doing with Fallout, which, by the way, um, I went over, right, we had game night at Richard's again this past weekend, yeah. and uh, Danny was one of the guys that goes there. Him and Richard both have played Fallout 76. They're like, hey, do you, have you played it yet? I was like, no. Nah. I was like, I've heard it's not very good, though. They're like, ah, oh, yeah, there's haters, but he's, they said that they've been playing it together, and they've been having a lot of fun. They got buddies that play it, and it's, they're having a good time with it. So, Okay, so this is the issue I have with that, because that's the general counter-argument. Yeah. It's like, me and my friends play it, and we have a good time, yeah. and that's fair. But the issue that I have with that, and I've seen a lot of other people make this argument, so I didn't come up with this, but this is the truest shit anything is really fun with friends yeah okay but it's also fun to be able to play a game that everyone is enjoying at the same time with your friends right you know? my issue is there's a million games you can play that are probably better than that one you're enjoying hanging out with your friends you're not hanging enjoying the game well it's also a, a new game that you can <laughs> still explore i mean it's it's refueling that you know ga empty gas tank if if you will if you're tired of playing other games you know you can try this brand new one with your buddies and you might have fun with that too and i don't see anything any problem with that you know i don't see any problem with it if you're having fun absolutely play it i'm i have no issue with that and i'm not trying to tell anybody to like or dislike what i like and dislike. all i'm saying is haters gonna hate um but i've i've put some time into this game and it is bad bro it's yeah. really really not good okay i'm sure it has flaws um, you know but i do think that if me and you and Bobby and like a bunch of my friends got together and played this, we would have fun, but I don't think we would have any more fun than we would have with any other game. Yeah. I think it would I be you. the camaraderie that would be fun. Not absolutely. The game. Absolutely. I can hear that. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think charging $60 for something that's probably not quite worth $60 is, is where the problem lies to be quite honest. This game is really broken, but the issue that I have is like Friday the 13th yeah. when that came out, that was a horribly buggy fucked up game but it was so fun yeah. the game was fun this game is not fun it's just not a fun game so if you're having fun playing with your friends I feel you and have all the fun you want I just feel like that same fun could be had in a better game this is a not fun <laughs> you're kinda, game it's like a weird circular logic you're using like it's not good uh, playing with your buddies because it's not good by itself. No, 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 you know, no, no. But I'm it, saying but it'd be better with your buddies, but you can still play something different with your buddies. But I'm just saying, I don't think the fun that's being had with this game is actually the game. Well, if you're playing the game with your buddies and you're having fun, I'd say that's pretty cool. And if you if it's <laughs> if you want to have uh, play a fun game with your buddies, this is, has potential. I think maybe you didn't have so much fun because you literally played it by yourself. And I, I can, I'm defending it mainly from like a destiny standpoint. That's I've totally already had that same argument with people. No, but that's totally fair. Cause I haven't played it with my buddies. My issue is even if my buddies all get this and they all want to play, I would rather just play a different game with my buddies. Okay. Like 
I've then why play any new game at all? I mean, in that case, just keep playing your favorite game over and over. You because know? you want new experiences, you want new fun things. I just don't think this is a good experience. <laughs> okay. I your opinion then yeah that's all i'm trying to give you but like i i've gotten familiar enough with the mechanics of this game to know that it's not a great playground i gotcha that's all i'm saying yeah i mean if you could talk shit on the flaws of the actual game itself other than the fact that it's just not fun you know it, well, that's the issue, though, is like the underlying reason that you would play a game. I mean, I guess games don't necessarily have to be fun to be good. There are other reasons you can like games. Yeah. You can like games because they have a great story or, you know, what I'm saying like, is The Last of Us fun? I don't know that it's a fun game. It's great. It's one of the best games ever, but I, don't, I wouldn't call it fun. You know what I'm saying? So like there's yeah, different reasons to like games. I understand that. But like with a game like this, me and my friends are all going to get together and shoot shit. It should be fun. Yeah. I don't. I I think Destiny is better than this, and I am a huge Fallout fan. And I don't like Destiny. What does that say? Hmm. I think Destiny's mechanics are really, really sound. I think the shooting mechanics are great. I think there's a lot of a lot to like about it. I just don't personally like Destiny because I don't like the loop. This is not good. I got you. This is broken mess. I don't know. It's man. a nightmare. I'm still curious about it. And if if you know, I'll what? bring it over, you can play it, bro. I would. I'll give it to it. you. But I would want to play it with somebody. You know, who am I going to play it with? Are you? I don't actually I don't even have PlayStation Live, so PlayStation Live. What do they call it? <laughs> PlayStation Plus? Uh, yeah. I've literally um, been an Xbox Live subscriber for like twelve years. Bro, how about this? <laughs> yeah. In addition to the gift that I'm giving you for your birthday, I'm gonna give you Fallout seventy six. <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. I'm never gonna play it again, bro, and Come it's not on. worth anything to trade. Right, I will give it to you. I'll accept it as long as we call it borrowing indefinitely. Okay. All right. Thank you. But yes, I, I will try. I will honestly love. That's how I feel about I this game, bro. <laughs> I would love to give it a shot. I mean, if you do that, I'll, I'll re-up PlayStation Live, what it, PlayStation Plus, <laughs> for a month, and just to see if I can play with my buddies and see how we like it. And I'll, I'll give a real re fucking review I, for the way the game's meant to be played. I could go trade this in for $17 at GameStop or something. Yeah. Except for I feel like I, I would be getting ripped off. <laughs> so I would rather uh, give it to you just so you can give an honest review okay. and potentially maybe have fun with it. Okay. That's I, a I better look, use of that than $17. I look forward to that. Thank you. Yeah. All right. But I will not be playing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. It's, the game's a shame, bro. All right. So what other games been disappointing you? <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon was awesome. Pokemon was awesome. Pokemon was so good. Yeah. Kylie fell off after she couldn't beat the Elite Four. She hasn't played again. It's so good. And I also, like, just to, to touch on it, like, there were other good games this year. God of War was great. Red Dead was great. I think God of War uh, won a Game of the Year award at some awards. But, like, an official one, you know? It's it's great. It is great. Um, Detroit Become Human is the most underappreciated game of the year. Yeah. That is a really, really good game that is not going to get the attention it deserves based on the fact that it came out in the same year as God of War and Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. But that is a really fucking good game. Like there were good games this year, but there were some there were some stinkers. I'm looking forward to I I need to make my lists um so that uh I saw I know you've made yours like weeks ago. I need to work on mine. Mine won't take that long because I, I there's not a whole lot of games I played and there's not a whole lot of music and movies and shit I've honestly watched. Well we do have 
we have to hammer out exactly which awards we're going to do. Yeah. Like we have our award show coming up and it's going to, it's going to be good. Hopefully we're going to the tried and true game, best games, best movies, uh, movies, shows, music, music, album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That kind of shit. We're going to try to add some, I want to add some cool iconoclash awards. Yeah. If like anybody has any best suggestions, screen cap, best episode, <laughs> That'd be you know cool. what I'm saying? Like I have opinions on these things. I would like to, like, I don't want to say give ourselves awards because they're going to be awards that, only we can win, right? Yeah. Like it's us against ourselves. Yeah, I got you. Um, but we're not saying like, like best. We're, let's give awards for best podcast of the year. Like, yeah, unknown podcast number one. Iconoclast. Right. right. I, I'm not interested in that, but yeah. like I am yeah. interested in grading ourselves <laughs> no, um, I like against that. ourselves, dude. If I had time, I wish we had like a lot of viewers and had one of them just had like a shitload of time to go through and like make like a little quick five minute clip show even if it's something dumb like i'm already I, gonna do that i already thought about that <laughs> i was like i, I, would I was do gonna it, make but, like a year recap and like try to pull highlights it's gonna have a lot of stuff i'm gonna i don't know how much time i really have to spend on that yeah. so i'm not gonna pour through all the episodes right. i'm gonna have to like click through and find good stuff and cut it out i would do it if i had i mean it would probably take i would i could probably spend 25 hours on something like that you i'm know not I mean? gonna i'm gonna spend like <laughs> two <laughs> And I'm just going to pull st- no, stuff together cool. and I'm just see what I got. That. And like, all right, cool. Boom. Hell yeah. I'm probably not even going to use full episodes to do it <laughs> Yeah, just because it would take so long to do that. So I'm going to go through the clips and just. I know. I wish I had like the time to go back and listen to all the episodes, but who in the fuck has that much time? I'll never listen to these again. Like, I occasionally will put on like a random old episode just yeah. to just to see the difference, <laughs> see what's going on. Yeah. I but I don't it. sit there and watch the whole episode attentively and I don't run through all of them like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I skip- but I do think like one day when we're a real old this will be cool to go back and watch like when I'm like 60 and I'm like sitting on the couch and like I agree watching me when I'm young with my buddy just talking shit <laughs> even if no one else ever watches it it's cool just for that reason that's I mean that's what music is to me though I don't care if yeah. anybody else ever listens to my music ever again yeah when I die I'm my kids will be able to watch this show and hear all about my top five favorite porn stars hip-hop producers <laughs> I thought Foods. about stuff, I thought about stuff like that too though like one day I'm gonna be gone and my kids are going to have access to all the stuff that I did. Yeah. And they're going to be able to just absorb whatever they please. Like, I mean, if you could watch a podcast your dad did back in the 70s, wouldn't you watch that shit? I'd <laughs> watch the fuck out of that, bro. I would too. I would watch that shit like crazy. I would too, man. But like That'd my dad cool. kind of is, he kind of has something similar. Yeah. My dad is uh, currently putting together a book. Mm-hmm. That is going to be about my dad wrote for the newspaper for years. Uh, he's a sports he's a sports columnist. writer, yeah, he's a sports columnist. So he wrote. He didn't just report; he wrote opinions on yeah. things in sports. Um, and my dad is now putting out a book. He's got to deal with the publisher, and he's putting out a book that is going to be like his favorite columns that he ever did. Oh, cool! Um, so he's like, sweet. my my dad's been spending a lot of time like narrowing, looking through some of his favorite columns, and like narrowing it down, and trying to get the right number of columns, and he's trying to get like you know, different subjects. So like certain number on Ohio state, a certain number on blue jackets, okay, and, cool. you know, things like that. But like, he's going to have this book of his columns. Oh, that's really awesome. And it's, I'm, I'm really eager to read. Like my dad's written a few other books, like about certain things. And yeah, you can only be so interested based on your interest of the subject. So and one like, of them's like all about Ohio state or something. He's like two that. about Ohio state. He has one about Woody Hayes. He has one about, um, that's called St. Woody. And he's got another one called Chick. That's oh, about, shout out to your dad. Get, yeah. What's his name? Bob Hunter. Bob Hunter. Shout out to you, um, Mr. Hunter. Yes. Um, but my dad has another book called Chick, and it's about Chick Harley, who is okay. a player that played for Ohio State a long time ago, and he's basically the reason that Ohio State football became what it is today. Oh, cool. Um, he has one that's called A Historical Guidebook to Columbus, which is... My dad's a huge history buff, so he wrote a history book about the city of Columbus, which oh, is I awesome. I want to read that. that um, sounds sweet. Give me a copy. Does he have extras? I have a copy that I can loan you. <laughs> 
Uh, I'll get, I, like it, my copy. Can I get it from the library? I'll just get it from the library. I don't want but your you copy. Probably bro. Can. I'll look you probably can. You probably can. I'll look. Um, but so my dad has a couple books, but like if you're not interested in Woody Hayes, yeah. that book's really not that great for you. Like for my dad to have all these columns that he did, like that's going to be really fun in the same vein of like going back. If my dad had a podcast or something, like I can go back and see my dad's opinions, only sports things that he wrote about. I was just saying what's cool about what his position was is it wasn't just, it's not just a robotic report on it. You, like you'll get his personality, yeah. you know, you, you'll be able to read through that book. And especially if it's in chronological order, you'll have a cool like breakdown of his personality. All right. Years, let me tell you, you about know? my dad first. I'm going to tell you a story about my dad. Cause this, I'll never forget this for the rest of my life. Right. When I was a kid, one morning he got me up for school and I'm getting dressed or whatever. And I heard my dad downstairs and he is cussing and screaming and slamming shit. God damn it. What the fuck? And this shit is so out of character for my dad. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on, bro? I'm like, I don't know, 12. Yeah. I'm guessing I'm like, come down. Like, are you cool? The issue was, and this is a testament to how artistic my family is. Really? My dad had written this article for the newspaper where the whole article had this arc where it was um, revolving around the concept of chicken little and the sky is falling. Okay. And he made this like whole metaphorical yeah. meaning or whatever. And when he sent it to the paper, his editor didn't get the reference. And so he took all this stuff out thinking oh it was God. gibberish and fucked the whole article up. Like they put this article out where like stuff didn't make sense because he took this stuff out thinking it didn't make sense, but it was this chicken little thing. Yeah. And so he took it out. Oh my God. That's so annoying. Fucked the whole article up. And my dad was just so pissed off. Like everybody in the city is reading my fucking column right now. And it doesn't make any sense because of this asshole. Wow. And my dad, my dad was hot. I'll never forget that. I always like into now being older and looking back on that. I think that's. Such an amazingly awesome quality. Yeah, yeah. To, to be passionate. Take so much pride and, in your yeah, work. Pride and care and like art. He was so mad that his name was on that and it yeah. wasn't what he wrote. The most bullshit part about that is that with that medium, like it's not like they could go back and correct it. It's uh, it's done. Like the the it's fleeting. You know, like right. They're not gonna like republic. Like sorry guys, Bob wanted us to post. They're not doing right. that. You know what I mean? So it's that's how, that's it now. You know what I mean? Well, like that sucks. That's like somebody that's like recording a song and the editor, like making none of your shit rhyme. And then like it yeah. goes on an album Yeah, <laughs> and it's out there. Dude, you can't that's do shit bad. That's some bullshit. But like my dad was seriously fucking like that was one of the maddest times I've ever seen my dad in my life. Wow. Did he raise hell at the dispatch? I, I don't even remember. You know what I'm saying? I was a kid. So, but yeah. like I, I, re I remember that and like looking on that now, I just think that's such a good quality. Yeah, that's cool to be passionate. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Your dad's a man. I've met him several times. Yeah. He's cool. My parents like you. Good. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's they that? hate Bobby. Do they really? No. <laughs> they <laughs> like I Bobby too. I can't imagine. They it. don't <laughs> like all my friends, but they like you guys. Awesome. You guys are both pretty likable though. That's what's up. They might like you guys better than me. Are you, uh, did you quit smoking or are you just, is this just in addition to, uh, I've switched. I got, I got the little, little views. Hmm? Okay. Um, I basically got this because it's just so fucking cold. I just hate going outside. Yeah. If I was a smoker, um, I, that's I always say I can never smoke because I hate standing outside in the fucking cold. Um, so I got this to try to like help me not go outside so much. Yeah. And it's worked. Um, it's, I'm not, I haven't quit smoking, but I'm smoking substantially less. Okay. That's good. I'm glad like you that. I think I went from smoking a pack a day to like this week. I've smoked like two packs. Wow. That's awesome. That's a huge cut. Down. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. 
Good. I'm glad I could influence you. I take credit for that since I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago on the show. It had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Come on, man. Just let me have my it moment. Had, it was all you, bro. Thank you. I think I said, I said, I wish all my friends would quit smoking, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that has its hazards and we'll see what happens when everyone has cancer in 40 this, years. But this, for now, that's way, way better. This could definitely be horrible for you. We just don't know yet. But... <laughs> It's not smoke. In exactly. My it's not carcinogens. You'll, you'll probably like, feel much better regardless you know what of what cancer you'll get in 50 years. This still might kill me, but like, I know it's, it's not the same kind of bad. At no, the I love least. it, man. I love it. I'm happy. And to I mean, smoking is pretty terrible for you. Can it really be worse? Probably not. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Probably not. I feel maybe that. I feel that you'll, I you'll be able to run without getting winded. I can already run. <laughs> I can All run. Right. My, my issue is I yeah, only yeah. run just when I'm run, being just, chased. Hey, have you ever heard? <laughs> I don't ever run for any reason other than somebody. I gotta. I gotta run. All right. You, you don't gotta. <laughs> you're saying you're just. You just don't run. I got you. I don't ever about. run. Yeah, I know. I got but you. like if the police are chasing me, I'm running. I got you. And all of a sudden I get real fast, bro. Then you just got yes and. You just got yes and. Huh? You just got yes and. What is yes and? Like, you know, I make the stupid joke and you just roll with it, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here, I'll just... Right. I, don't worry. I'll rely... Every time I tell a stupid joke, I'll just do this. So <laughs> everyone can get it. So you just... You, uh, you turn every joke opportunity into like, what, bro? You, what the fuck are you talking about? I just do this. I'm like, oh, okay. Was, I didn't know it was a joke. I, I didn't know. know that's where we were going. It means it's a bad joke, so... <laughs> I think you're funny. <laughs> Thanks. I don't think they all land, but I think... I think most of the time you're funny. Thanks. I was trying to hit that laugh again, but <laughs> all right. we're getting little little laughy faces. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate that, guys. All right, you ready for break? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for break. All right, we're gonna go to break. We'll be right back with our segment. Wait, what we got? you gonna smoke? Go outside and smoke. I am. <laughs> I am gonna go outside and smoke, and then I'm gonna come back in here. Uh, what's and smoke the this fucking the point, time. man? What's the fucking point? Again, I went from seven packs. I went from seven packs a week to two, bro. Right. Cut me some slack. All right, I am. All right, we'll be bite right. We'll be bite racks. See you guys. <laughs> two, one. Hey, y'all, we back. back. How you back doing? Again. Smoking motherfucker. A little thing out, you know, man. Yeah, I like that. I, I'm envious. I got like, berry, too. I would say I'm envious of people who use those. Like, can you just get those that don't have nicotine in them? Yeah. I'm, I'm about to just start doing you that. Cause you want to cool. try this one? It's berry. Does it have nicotine in it? It does, but one hit's not going to get you addicted. Do I, just, like, do I just hit it? Yeah, you just suck it in. Be careful, though, because when you hit it, it's not going to feel like it's hitting until you breathe it in. And then, yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I was trying to tell you. I was trying to warn you, bro. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's hitting. Yeah. And then when you go to actually inhale, it you've you oh. definitely been hitting. That tastes delicious, though. Yeah, I like, I like the berry a lot. It came with this uh, like nicotine-flavored one when I bought the actual thing and it was pretty bad i didn't think it was gonna work really i was like i can't do this yeah that one's yummy. So then i went and tried i was gonna get one i thought about getting like the menthol and i was like no let me get the berry i like that and as soon as i started doing the berry i was like oh this is great like it's such a cool hobby it's just you know if, uh it just seems like an unnecessary expense at this point but i think it's a cool hobby i like the flavors i think it's just fun to do like i, I would like to be into it but a lot cheaper than smoking yeah i would like to i, mean, I, I, I think two, it's cool i get, I get <laughs> I two of these yeah Right here, and they say this is the equivalent of two packs of cigarettes. Hmm. Um, this will last me like four days. Okay. Whereas, like, it's got, I don't, I don't know if it's more than a pack of cigarettes or I don't know, but like, this lasts me longer. 
than two bags of cigarettes. Okay, so. that's what's up. Hell yeah, man. That's what's up. And I feel like I'm smoking it more. I hope you all get hip to that shit. Y'all but I'm also not like continuously hitting like a full cigarette at a time. I just hit it and kind of like, I just casually hit it all day. Yeah, that's the problem is like, I would have that in my pocket and just compulsory. Yeah. But I mean, it's <laughs> nice. Like, it all day long. Well, the other thing I noticed is it's helped me go to sleep. Oh, really? Because... I'll be laying in like watching TV or whatever. And instead of like getting up to go smoke a cigarette, I'll just be kind of casually hitting this. And I feel myself just getting like relaxed. Hmm. And I'm just kind of like, Oh, I'm like in this couch now. <laughs> I you like know what that. Yeah. It's nice, bro. I like it. Um, Oh, I, I did want to ask. I wanted to bring it back just real quick. You said you watched some more hot ones. Did you watch any good ones? Um, I don't remember who else I watched other than coyote Peterson. That's the one I wrote down. Okay. I wrote that one down because, I didn't want to keep bringing up hot ones. We yeah. talked about it, but like I knew that that one was like the combination of yeah, both. That's so, cool. so I had to bring it up. <laughs> All right. But yeah, it was cool. I like, I like both of those a lot. All right. We won't rehash it. Let's go into, you don't go into our throwback spot. You just want to do it in order, that order, throwback, raise the bar, top five, or you want to, you like switching it up. What it do doesn't you, matter to me, bro. Let's switch it up. Let's do something different. Okay. You want to do our top five? We can do our top five first. All right. This will be interesting. <laughs> All right. This week, we're doing our top five greatest fears. Yes. Top five greatest fears. Let me just go to Google. Um, all right. Oh, you know what? I'll just go straight to YouTube. This one is hard for me because... <laughs> Never mind. I'll go to Google. Um, I don't feel like I fear a lot of things, but the things that I do fear, I fear deeply. I hear How's you. that? Okay. Like, I don't have a lot of things that I'm afraid of. But the things that I'm Same. afraid of, I'm really afraid of. You know what? I don't think we need... Well, I like having the top five things. I was going to say, I don't think we need to like Google, Google it. <laughs> yeah. But I, here, I'll just... I'll hide the... Uh, I'll hide this just in case we do want to Google okay. something. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I couldn't think of a lot of stuff I was scared of, but the shit I'm scared of, I told it... I was like, I can do this, but my shit's going to be kind of dark, honestly, but... You know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fears, bro. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. So you have any honorable mentions? No. The only one I have... Is clowns, hmm. and the reason that clowns are an honorable mention and on my list is because I don't fear clowns, but I did as a child. Okay, um, I, I we spoke about the funeral that I went to with the clowns, right? Yes, we did. I think that we spoke about that on a previous episode. If you missed that, just in short, there was somebody in my family that died that I didn't know, and um, like my extended family. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous story. It is, <laughs> bro. It's like an extended family, but he was a clown in like the Shriner Circus, and so at his funeral, all these uh, like I'm like a kid and I'm there and all these clowns show up in clown gear because he was a clown in the Shriner Circus. <laughs> and I had this like fear of clowns and I'm now in a funeral home with a bunch of fuck clowns. So that's horrifying. And then somehow one of these clowns found out that I had a fear of clowns. So he insisted on giving me his red nose. Oh my God. To try, and he was to his credit. He was trying to be nice. He was trying mm -hmm. to make it like, we're not menacing. It's okay. Yeah. And he was really trying to be nice. But to me, that was extra fucking horrifying. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that did happen. So I like I got older and I clown fear doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah. But, um, as a kid, this was a fear of mine. So that's your honorable mention. Yeah. All right. Is that that's your only one. Yeah. All right. Go ahead with your um, my fifth. Yeah. All right. Number five on my list is disease. disease. And when I say disease, I don't mean like something going to kill me or anything. Um, I specifically mean like <laughs> like I'm Googling. <laughs> I specifically mean like some kind of freak disease that like would mutate you or like really just fuck you up. I got you. I think that's horrifying. Okay. And that could come at any time. You would never know. You, you're saying that's like, horrifying. um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like a virus almost infection. Like yeah. A, something, something like that. Like, yeah. I hear that. That, that scares the fuck out of me. I think that's scary. That almost made my list, but, um, that, that, that would have been my honorable mention. Cause that's the kind of shit that like scares the living fuck out of me. Like, I mean, there's literally no, there's so much unknown involved with disease that I think that's part of the fear. Yeah. Like a fucking plague, you know, like, this a new could, plague. Like, could this come, could like, this know? could like fuck you up for the rest of your life and you'd have to live with it. Like, one, one of mine is similar and we will bring, come back to this. Okay. I, I promise you that. All right. Um, my number five, <laughs> I put some thought into this. My number five is losing hand functionality. I could totally see like losing some kind of an appendage or something. It's yeah. Like, like either lose, either, like mangling yourself. Yeah. Either like, yeah. Either, your, either your hands getting like chopped off or like all your fingers or something like that. Like I'm scared of like how much shit I just won't be able to do that. Like even something like playing on the computer or playing yeah. on my phone is going to be a huge pain in the ass. Like, yeah. Um, uh, using a remote, you know, playing a video game, holding a coffee cup, you know, like, yeah, scares the fuck out of me. You yes. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, I know it's kind of irrational, but no, I get it, bro. Like if I get lose anything, like that'd be the last thing I would want to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just Google this. No, I'm with you. Yeah. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my number five, man. Uh, I don't right. know what else to say, but no, yeah. I mean, there's not much to say on these. Um, my number four is claustrophobia, and when okay. I say claustrophobia, I'm not necessarily claustrophobic. Um, but like I, I, I get really tripped out about like being stuck in, not necessarily like a small space. Like I don't have an issue being in a small space. I have an issue being stuck in a small space. Mm. That would really bother me and especially things like enclosing on me what about like um when you watch a movie or have you ever seen the descent mm-hmm. or a movie there's other movies similar pull the same effect but where they're like going they're like in a cavern or something like squeezing in between like a tiny spot um like, like that's or kind going, of unnerving but we're like, going underwater to come back up the other side and like you that's the only way to get there like i've seen movies where they've done that shit that kind of that's, yeah that's the kind of claustrophobic that scares see, me see that doesn't bother me as much like that's unnerving but i'm not fearful of that i'm fearful of being like you see somebody trapped in like side of coffins buried in the ground yeah. like being stuck in a small space like yeah <laughs> oh have you seen that movie buried is that the one with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. That shit was tight. I liked it. I liked it, and a lot of people didn't. I know. I thought it was good, though. Bro, I'm, I'm with you. I love that movie. I thought that was a good movie, and I Me thought too. he did a really good job Me in too. it. Me too. Haters are some fucking yeah. haters. You yeah, know? I thought it was good. <laughs> haters go, hey, haters are some haters. All right. Mine, um, that, uh, that was my number four. All right. That's your number four. And he, uh, my number four is future overpopulation. I am scared of that. I think it's complete something that's completely you know, rational to be afraid of, to be that's quite honest. The thing about that is I don't know that that's necessarily a fear of mine, but that's a totally reasonable fear. Yeah. In the same way, like global warming is a reasonable fear. Like, yeah, I mean, we, I, I was it's not something you constantly think about. So it's not something right. you're necessarily fearful of, but like, it's something you, sh- if you're not fearful of, you probably should be. Global warming is another great one. Like yeah. uh, that's it's in a similar vein. Like it's something that's fucking happening. There's no st- stopping it, and I have no clue what's going. I mean, in 20 years, we we already have seven billion people. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 20 years ago we only had like two or some shit like that. Like yeah, what's it going to be in 20 more two? fucking years? Wait, two 20 years ago? Some bullshit. Adam and yeah. Eve 20 years ago? <laughs> what? I, I meant two billion. Oh. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I believe in Adam and Eve too, guys. <laughs> Just so you know. But no, for real. Like I, I think about it all the time. Like my my grandkids, great grandkids, like they're fucking fucked. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know what the, they're, they're completely fucked. And I can understand when people say like, I don't want to bring my kids into this world and shit. Cause if you think about doom and gloom shit like that, that's a completely rational. Well, they say that like reason. a lot of the world's smartest people commit suicide because they can't stop thinking about stuff like this. Yeah. Because they're <laughs> so aware of all the mounting problems of like the world mm-hmm. that like that consumes them. Yeah. So like a lot of the smartest people that are ever born, they are so concerned with these things. They commit well, suicide. Consider, they can't deal with them. I'll consider myself one of the smartest people ever born. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, this is shit I think about all the time. And like, obviously there's no hope, no, ch- there's no way to change it. I can only pray to the darkness that, um, Elon Musk will have us populating Mars by then. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing. That's the only thing we got going I for mean, us. Let's, let's, let's be fair. <laughs> if you're, you're counting on somebody to save us. Yeah. I don't feel too terrible putting faith in Elon Musk. Me neither. Like Thank I hate he, he gonna make sure we okay. I, I trust you. So. I trust you, Elon Musk. Save us, Elon. I I trust you, bro. <laughs> Right. And car, damn! Yeah. <laughs> I know we're getting some heavy shit. I told you, I warned Dude, you. This is the bottom of our list. Where it's, it's getting, it's getting worse. All right, for my number three, uh, my number three is Ferris wheels. Oh, now, when yeah. I say Ferris wheels, I don't necessarily mean, just mean Ferris wheels. Okay, and I don't mean heights. Okay, because neither one of those things really necessarily bothers me. What really bothers me, and the reason I say Ferris wheels is the example, is being on top of something tall and teetering. Yeah, I don't have a fear of flying. I don't have a fear of like I can be on the top of something. I can go on roller coasters. I'm fine. But there's something about like a Ferris wheel when you're sitting at the top of it mm. and it feels like it could tip. And that bothers me a lot. Yeah. And it's so, like when we go to like amusement parks and stuff, um, I'll ride all the roller coasters. No problem. Ferris wheels are the shit that fucks me up. <laughs> OK. Um, but I will say I also have this like natural draw. Like, I like the rush that fear brings. Yeah. I like that. Like, I, I like the feeling when you have, like, a nightmare and you wake up. And you're like, oh, like that feeling. I like that. Okay. I know most people don't. I fucking hate um, that. I like that. I wake up like, damn, that was a rush. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I kind of like the Ferris wheel because it genuinely scares me. Okay. I hear that. Um, But it is a genuine fear of mine. Okay. That, I, that's a completely rational one. Also, to be fair, like... Mm-hmm. When I went to Bonnaroo with like my brother, I have this picture of me and my brother and everybody sitting on the Ferris wheel and I'm totally chilling. Yeah. And that didn't scare me. But also it was not a very big Ferris wheel. Okay. It was like, like one, of those, re- one of those motherfuckers. No, you go on like real tall Ferris wheels and you're sitting and things kind of rocking and yeah. shit. That really, really is like that, that one on the screen right there on the far left, which viewers can't really see it here. Um, it's this one right here. Uh, this one looks so fucking huge. Like, yeah, bro. Like sitting at the top of that really, really fucks me up. Let me Google biggest Ferris wheel. I'm going to see. I said I can go on a roller coaster where you're like moving and you're on the track and like I can go real high and it doesn't bother me. But like sitting still at the top of Never. something tall and teetering bothers the fuck out of me. Of course, the world's largest Ferris wheel is in Dubai. Does that surprise you at all? No, not at all. Don't find that. They literally like that surprising. Is, is fucking Dubai's goal just to have the world's biggest everything? Like, is I mean, that all they care about? The world's most like, people. They have like the <laughs> dumbest amount of money, bro. Yeah. Like stupid amount of money like i've read articles about like people will buy like a ferrari for the weekend and just go trash it in the desert and then leave it wow that's like they have 
dumb money, bro. That is ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a rational one, man. I'm with you. I would never fucking ride one of, I, one of the big ones like that. One time I rode a Ferris wheel at the uh, Whitehall Carnival for 4th of July and went with my cousin. It was one of those ones where the basket can like flip over and shit. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah, fuck that, bro. I never rode one before. And I was like, fuck that. He tried to get me to ride it. I was like, I'll only ride it if you promise not to flip it. Fuck that, bro. Take um, it. No. Take a wild guess what the fuck he did as of soon as course, we got to the top of, of it. Of course he does, bro. I know. You I was, shouldn't have said anything. I'm like 10 years old. <laughs> That's what you get for saying something, because uh, all that means is now he's got to do it. But you know what? We ended up, when that motherfucker came back around to the bottom, I was the one crying and screaming that I made that cocksucking carny get us off the ride. Yeah. Why is the carny a cocksucker? I don't know. I just like wanted to call him a cocksucking carny. <laughs> <laughs> he was fine. My my cousin was a cocksucker. Yeah. All right. Um, that's a good one. Number four. Or that was your number four. That was my number three. All right. Your number three. My number three is cancer. No fucking stopping it. I'm not afraid of cancer, dude. Like I, I, I'm the one that should be too. The unknown of it <laughs> is what scares me mainly because you literally could just like get it you know there's no stopping it there's no cause it's just you know it you wake up one day with fucking cancer and now you're gonna die like cancer is fucked up for yeah. sure but the, the reason that cancer doesn't necessarily scare me um is first of all cancer is beatable i mean to an extent sure yeah, yeah. and the other reason <laughs> is because i know that um there's been all these studies done where people who believe that they're going to survive things or beat things do at a substantially higher rate than people that don't. Okay. So you're believing in the so, secret over here. I mean, like a good comparable for this is there's, you see people that get trapped in like, uh, um, like a coal mine. Yeah. There'll be like nine people trapped in a coal mine Yeah, and they'll be there for 10 days and then they get out and two of them live and they're not the two most fit, healthy, like it has everything to do with your mental state. And do you believe you're going to survive this? I got you. And uh, like there are like Nazi um, experiments that were done during like World War Two, where they would like convince people that they were shot by guns when they weren't actually shot by guns, and because they believed that they were dying, they would die. No, all, everything you're saying is rational. I just don't understand what it has to do with cancer. If you genuinely <laughs> believe that you can beat cancer, your chances of beating cancer skyrocket. Okay, sure. That, I mean, that's a so like like that, things I, like this I think that's a, that's a ridiculous thing to say you know to be quite honest but well it doesn't ensure anything I I, I listen I'm agree, I'm in agreement with you in that the human mind is really like way more powerful than we get a credit for I 100 yeah. agree with yeah. the, everything else you said there except for well if you just believe hard enough you'll beat cancer like that's essentially what you're implying and that's kind of some bullshit <laughs> I mean tell that to everyone who's died of cancer or had a family member die, die of cancer well, I mean cancer is scary that's so ridiculous. it's hard for people to it's one thing to say you believe it and another thing to genuinely believe I know I just think so I think if you it's just an unnecessary ridiculous thing to say is all but it's it's scientifically proven though oh okay like it's truth okay. you can say it's ridiculous but it's how it works so like if I got cancer tomorrow, I'm not going to be happy about it, bro. Like, of course, it's not a good thing. Well, but so if you get cancer and you die from it, it's, you, you I didn't can, believe hard enough. I bro. can totally. I'm again. I said it's not like a sure thing, but like it's one <laughs> well, of those then things. Why like, say it? You know, because it's relevant. Because it's absolutely pertinent. Okay. If you if you genuinely convince yourself that you can conquer something, your chances of conquering it skyrocket. So like while something like cancer is not a good thing, I genuinely believe that I could beat it. And for that reason, <laughs> I I think my chances of surviving cancer are much higher. Okay. So I don't think it's as scary for that reason. I gotcha. I think that's fair. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, you know, why you're saying it and shit. And I, I'm in agreement with you at some point. I just like you're that's just like, so scared of cancer that you can't. 
hear a rational argument and it's, such it's a not, deep fear. That's the thing. It's not well, maybe, but I don't think it's rational. I think it's just a unnecessary thing to say. That's all. I don't. Like, it's just it's just so preposterous. I don't. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, just like if the people, if the starving kids in Ethiopia just believed and prayed to Jesus, they'll fucking get the help they need and God will save them. That's I mean, that's not a, the same. It's exactly the same. That's not the same. There's a difference between mind over matter and believing in fictitious things. I mean, what you're those saying, are, what you're believing synonymous. in is, uh, all right. I, I agree that the human mind is, is powerful and you always should think positive thoughts in order to help you get through sh- shit. And it does. The placebo effect is real. I understand all of that. How about this? If you beat cancer, you're a fucking thug. Like, <laughs> yeah, think I about how, that. like, like when, when cancer's all said and done, you beat that shit. You could be like, yeah, look at cancer's body count and I beat it. Yeah. That's gangster. That is That's very gangster. gangster. I, I, uh, cancer killing millions of people, but I beat that shit. I root, I root for that to happen to everyone. That's you know? tight. I think that's tight. Well, my point is it's a, it's a fear of mine because like there's no stopping it. It's probably going to happen to most of us and it, it's just a matter of time, you know, on a so, long enough timeline. It happens to all of us. Yeah. So that's what sucks about it. You know, well, I'm a juggalo and juggalos will never die. Says Brian. <laughs> Whoop, fucking whoop. All right, man. What's your number two? My number two is spiders slash insects. I have, this is like almost to the point of like irrational fear. I just have, um, the spiders, first of all, are the worst, but other insects also apply to this fear. So, uh, look at that fucking spider with those yellow fucking long ass legs, bro. Mm -hmm. Did you see, um, oh my God. Did you see, uh, coyote was playing with a couple. Yeah. I saw watch one with him playing with a tarantula. There's one with the red thing. Yeah. The worst on a black widow or whatever. Yeah. I saw milking the poison out of one of them. Um, but orb weaver or something. Oh, look at this cute little spider. This shit fucks me up. Like, I don't like, (laughs) I don't like, the idea of little crawly things on me. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea that they could be there and I don't know it. Mm-hmm. They can creep out of any crevice at any time. You could think you're safe and all of a sudden it's there. Yeah. Um, I don't like like centipedes, like all of that shit really. That's like, that's really, really unsettling to me. Um, although I will say this on the note of Coyote Pearson, watching him do all those bug bites and bug stings and yeah. playing with spiders and shit. I do feel like after watching a lot of that, it's kind of removed a lot of that fear. He's made it less scary to me. Okay. Like good. watching him get bitten by things and yeah. stung by things that are excruciatingly painful has made it less scary because it's, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's giving you a great example of, how not detrimental it can be. I got you. Like you can come out of this and be okay. <coughs> you don't just get bit by a poisonous spider and die. Yeah. And lose that, your arm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you take the right precautions or whatever, like that's another, you can be all right. That's a great part about his videos is he's, he's like, he has such a respect for literally every yeah. living creature that um, he teaches you like what to do, what not to do and how to handle it. And you know, what's friendly, what's not observe yeah. from a distance, yada, yada. That's what he's all about. But like if I got bit by a desert centipede, I would instantly just looking at that thing. I'd be like, I'm going to die. Yeah, I know. Right. That thing is fucking and like gross. he was fine. Like it hurt. <laughs> But like a couple hours later, he got better and like yeah, that thing fucked him up. I didn't yeah, watch that one. But like, 
if that just happened to me prior to watching that, like that would be the most horrifying thing ever. Yeah. But like after watching that, it's not as scary, but this is one of my greatest fears in life. Just little creepy crawlies. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Like if my, it's my future wife, like we're in the house and the spiders start crawling out, you got to get them. <laughs> oh God. Uh, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing it. I don't fuck with spiders at all. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, whatever, man. That was your number two. It's my number two. Spiders don't really bother me. I, I got you kind of used to them doing cable. Like every time you pull a box off the side of a house, there'd be a fucking spider there. So I mean, they normally just run from you. That's why they don't like scare em. me. I don't like them. My number two is um, my kids or wife dying. It's my number two fear. Your number two? Yes. <laughs> That is a horrifying, <laughs> horrifying thing. It's not me dying. Like I'm not, a, I don't like to think I'm afraid of death. I'm not afraid of death. You know, I'm, I know it's going to happen and I've come to terms with it. I used to, that's I remember, why death's not scary. I remember it's because it's inevitable. Yeah. I remember every crying, one of us has to face it. I remember crying about it when I was a kid and stuff, but anymore, like, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't want to die at all. I really, I, am, I, I would, another fear of mine is dying and my, you know, leaving my family. Like, you know, that yeah. scares me, but in a similar vein as this, but this scares me more because then I have to deal with it, you know? Um, <laughs> so for me, it's a more rational. No, fear. I, I totally understand that. Like, like I said, that's the reason why death is not scary to me though, yeah. is because we all have to face it. It's inevitable and everybody has to face it. Not yeah. just me. It's not just something that's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to you, my mom, my yep. dad, my kids. Everybody is going to die at some point. I just hope we all, I hope every one of my family dies at 89 years yeah. old of natural causes. But that's it seems, it seems to. irrational to me to fear something that everybody has to go through yeah. at some time or another. Yeah. I don't want to die. I don't want to die young. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right, like right. none of that, but like I just, death is not the scariest thing. Yeah. Well, dark. That's all. I mean, I, that's but all I do, I do totally understand um, your wife or kids dying because my number one fear is my children dying. <laughs> um, my number one fear. And this was like, obviously you can't have this fear until you have kids. But um, when I first had my son, I had a period of like a couple months where like I was having nightmares of my son dying. Yeah. And it was the worst thing ever. Those were not fun nightmares to wake up. I bet. Like that was not a good feeling. I didn't like it at all. And that really genuinely scared me. It didn't happen with my daughter. I think I had gotten over that by the time I had my daughter. Yeah. But like being a new father, like kids are weird because all of a sudden you have something you love more than yourself. Yeah. Yeah. People don't, I think that's hard for people to grasp unless they have one. Once you have kids, and a lot of people have kids and that's not the case. Yeah, I know. It's so cliche to say that, but it is like such a weird, like, just like we were talking about with the motherly instinct. I mean, you, you get this like weird, like new thing that you never had before and you never knew was there, but I instantly want for them more than I want for myself. Right. I know everything. I know. And (laughs) I totally understand people that like lose their children and then like commit suicide and things like that. I understand not being able to bear that because I know that, I'm unsure if I could bear that. Like, I don't know if I could live with that. Yeah. And carry that with me. That's horrible. Um, so yeah, my number one fear is my children dying. And like that fear goes deeper than that too. Like that fear could go into, um, like I, I'm fearful of not being the father I should be. Yeah. I got like, you. Fail, failing my kids. <clears throat> oh yeah. My, what, I almost made my fear. Dis like um not disappointing but uh 
um, letting down my wife. Like that's literally one of my, <laughs> well, I mean, it's so ridiculous saying that out loud, but like that scares me so fucking bad. Well, like when like, my daughter was born, um, <laughs> we were in, in the hospital. So stupid. Yeah, no, it's not stupid. I, I understand that. Um, but like when my daughter was born, um, my daughter's mom, she, she was in the hospital and right before we left, she said, you know, I'm having trouble breathing or whatever. So the doctor gave her Percocet. And after the doctor left the room, we were like, that does not sound like what you need. Mm. Like I'm not a doctor, but Percocet does not sound like the right thing when you're having trouble breathing. Yeah. And he insisted that she needed Percocet and we went home and we had just moved into our new apartment the day before, uh, she had gone into labor. We had not even spent a night in that house. Not one. We moved in and not slept there. She went into labor and we came back to this new house with this baby. And that night she woke up in the middle of the night. She said she couldn't breathe and I had to call an ambulance for her. And the ambulance came and picked her up. She was having congestive heart failure. Oh shit. And she went to the hospital and I couldn't go because I had a brand new baby. First night home from the hospital. And I had to sit there with that baby while she was having congestive heart failure, thinking she's going to fucking die. And that was one of the scariest moments of my life. Yeah, that sounds fucking like, horrible. That was so horrifying. I remember crying on the phone to my mom. Like, I was upset. So What a nightmare. Yeah, like, losing people you love. That's That's definitely the number one fear for me. Well, so, yeah, so we had a similar, you know, like my number two was kids or wife dying. Your, that was your number one? That was my number one. Wow. All right. Um, I, it actually, it would have been my number one, but um, I just do have an irrational fear of heights. It just gets number one. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that's about it. You know, that's, that's the only, like, all these other things are doom and gloom, but that's the only, like, yeah. no, that's the first thing that came to my mind when, like, I was thinking of fears. I mean, spiders were the first one that came to my mind. Yeah. <laughs> That was the first thing I thought right away. Yeah, I mean, kids are right. Dying is obviously my real number one, but heights for, you, for real, you. for real, like on a real tip, like I don't ride any rides, fucking roller coasters. I ain't going to go. I don't want to look off the edge of the fucking building. I don't want to go to the roof. I don't want to go up the tall elevator. I don't want to do none of that shit. I'm not going to ride the ride that's at the top of the stratosphere. I'm not going to do none of that shit. None of that bothers me except for the teetering thing. <laughs> yeah. The teetering thing is what fucks me yeah. up. The reason I'm short is because you're not supposed to be te- towering up. Exactly. I'd be scared up yeah. there. Yeah. I knew my body knew. That's our top five. Hope everybody enjoyed that. I would give um, kids or wife dying a monster bash. <laughs> that's our oddest monster bash. That's our first award. Strangest monster bash of the year. Kids or wife dying. Oh, monster shit. bash. Yeah. All right, man. Um, you want to do throwback? Sure. We'll say raise the bars for last. Yeah, we can do raise the bars last. All right. Let's do our throwback spotlight. Throwback spotlight. This week it's on Ill Bill's What's Wrong with Bill. Pretty cool album. Where the fuck I went wrong, took the wrong turn, wrong path. What's wrong with Bill? Inspired by songs to kill. Let me just say that I I am... I really like Ill Bill. I've I've I o- love Ill I've Bill. only listened to his other album, the one with White N Word on it. White nigger. That's the name yes. of the song. You can say it. Just, <laughs> I know, man. It's name of a song, bro. Makes me feel gross. Just I mean, to be fair, it's about him I being know. persecuted it, as a black person. He, he's 
he's not using it as a slur. It's, it's an ironic a slur thing. against him. I know it's ironic and in context, it's it's fantastic. I love the song, but um, I love it too because that's my life story, bro. But he's um, so I've only had that's my only experience with Ill Bill. Um, so did this album come out before that? Was this his debut like solo album? Yeah, he's from a group called Nonfiction. Okay, um, and then this was like his big solo. Okay, um, but yeah, it's first of all. The cover art is fucking great. I cover love art it. is great. What I will say about this cover art, the only thing that I have against this cover art, because we spoke about this before we started the episode, I love this cover art. But I do think um, if you look at the whole nonfiction collectives, all their album covers, they all look the same. Oh, really? Yeah, they're all like this. They're oh, all okay. this kind of style of art. And I didn't like, know that. I think this looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I just think it kind of loses its effect when they're all the same. The comic art, I, I love just, I mean, whoever the artist is, is a great artist. I love that. I love the comic book aspect of it. Um, you can see like the heaven and hell kind of thing. It's got the badass banging ass bitches with the beastie, scary looking motherfucker on the throne. It's just such a cool, like yeah, it's dope. It's, it's, it's re- dope. very cool. So that alone, like, I mean, that's right up my fucking alley, right yeah. off the rip. Um, but, uh, as far as this, the album goes, what, what year did this come out? 2005? I'm not sure. Let's bring up the track listing. Yeah, bring it up. <clears throat> Talk about it for a second. Um, well, okay. Um, I listened to this song a lot in high school. Um, this was a great album to me. Um, I have not listened to it in a long time. Okay. This was my first time visiting it in 10 plus years. Um, 2004. 2004. Okay. It was on Psychological Records. Yep. 2004. That was that's, right around Hell's Pit era. That's Ill <laughs> Bill, smoothie. Necro, uh, Mr. Hyde, Gore-Tex, all those guys. Are yeah, from they're all on this album. Yeah. And they're, they're all, all dope. nonfiction. They're all dope. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, I feel like Necro was like their marquee artist for a long time. Yeah. And I feel like Ill Bill surpassed him. Yeah. I think Ill Bill became that. I think Ill Bill, as far as a lyricist goes... I mean, I haven't, I, good. don't get me wrong, I haven't listened to like a Necro album, but everything I hear from Necro is pretty pedestrian. But Ill Bill's a better rapper. Ill Bill is so dope. He can like put together all kinds of internal rhymes. Like I made a comment, like or a a note. His alliteration, like, is just like it's incredible. Like he does it so many times on a lot of different songs on this album too. Ill Bill is a Necro is a good rapper. Yeah, he's good. Ill Bill is a. I actually found Ill Bill because I was in a Necro first. Yeah, he's Um, like a better version of Necro. But (laughs) Ill Bill is a better rapper than Necro by a large margin. Yeah, I also think, and I'm not sure about this, but I think they're brothers. Oh, really? I think. Um, go ahead and you give me your opinions because I'm going to give you mine. Um, I really, really liked the album. Like, I mean, through and through. There's not a song on it that I dislike. Uh, my only gripe about the album is they all sound pretty similar. Like, a lot of his... It, I'm, I'm seeing now uh, some of it even says produced by Hillbill and shit. Oh, that was the Mosh Pit mix. Never mind. Um, But, um... A lot of the beats are pretty similar. They got a lot of like the bass guitar, necro. <laughs> See that? I didn't know that. That's, that's new to me. Cool. Um, and Ill Bill has this very um, distinct like hook formula. Like he's like yelling, 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 yell, 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 yelling, 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 yell, yell. Like I mean, they're all the same. It's very. Like, the fuck, I went wrong, took the wrong turn, wrong path. That's the same as yeah. uh, peace sells, but who's buying? Who's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they or, call me white or, nigga, call me Christ killer, yeah, or whatever. Christ killer, Kike. They, it's all the same. Smiles of murder. <laughs> yeah, like they're all the same. But to be fair, the melodies are very similar. Is what to we're be saying. fair, I very much agree with you, and that's my criticism of the album. Yeah. Is that? All of these songs kind of blend together. Now that said, though, they're well. 
it's they're all i mean i like the sound of it i'm not bitching but it is i do wish there's a little more variety in that on that note i agree that all of these songs kind of blur together it's almost hard to tell where one stops and the next one begins because they're all kind of the same um and i will also say that it's not just they'll bill that whole collective is like that necro gore-tex mr hyde they're all very much the same okay um I will also say that this draws a comparison to me to Bone Thugs and Harmony because I feel that way about them. I love Bone Thugs and Harmony, but I have a hard time listening to a Bone Thugs and Harmony album all the way through because I feel like after I've heard two or three songs, it all blurs together and I feel like it's yeah. lost. It's, it's like a one long ass song. Yeah. Um, you know? And I love Bone Thugs. Um, what I will say is where this differs from the Bone Thugs in that comparison is after three or four songs of Bone Thugs, I get tired of it and want to move on. This, I enjoy the whole album. All yeah. Through. Um, I think every song in this album is good. I do think they all sound the same. If, even if you, um, yeah, what you were saying, uh, even if you listen to this song, like that does annoy you, like the, how they all bl- kind of blend together, hooks are the same, beats are the similar, his rap style doesn't really differ from song to song. Even the concepts of the songs kind of can blend together. The concepts, I think, actually are. On the ones that have drastic, concepts. I think those are drastically different. Like, whereas like Bone Thugs are just kind of rapping the yes. whole album. They're just these bombs. have specific concepts. Yeah. But like, he, but he, a lot of them overlap. Like even like on anatomy of a school shooting, like some of that shit overlaps with the shit he's saying on like chasing the dragon or, um, legend has it, you know what I mean? But I like, mean like anatomy of school shooting is very much about school shooting. Yeah. Sure. Whereas, um, you know, chasing the dragon is very much about getting high on drugs. Right. But the mind workshop is very much about like, intergalactic space yeah. alien like but you could tell they're all all of these things are like intertwined in his like in his mind obviously yeah, absolutely he like i mean it's, he's very specific about it, all of it and the don't get me wrong i love the concept songs alien workshops dope as fuck school shooting american history x those are all dope um porno director you know it, it's a it sounds fine but i could i think you know, porno director is silly. really good and i think the beat is probably the best beat on the album yeah i think it's probably the worst song on the album <laughs> yeah i, I mean, like it a lot but it's probably the worst song yeah, on the album. i would agree with that I know, um, that's not the shit on it i would still give that song yeah. like a seven yeah or seven and a half you I, know what I, mean? I think alien workshop is very much reminds me of cannabis yeah a like lot of big words just, and shit oh this is so cannabis yeah not um, even just big words but like the content <laughs> yeah that's the type of shit cannabis raps about. right um I my favorite song in the album is Anatomy of a School Shooting. Okay. Um I have this deep-seated interest in school shootings. Okay. Um when I was in high school, I listened to this song a lot. <laughs> um I I went to Columbine twice. Like as a as a sightseer. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I I just am really super interested in them. Okay. I think the whole dynamic of like they're painted as monsters, but they're really just kind of sick and they're kind of victims, but nobody wants to admit that because they murdered a bunch of people. So you don't want to say that they're a victim, yeah. but really they are victims. Yeah. Like normal people don't do this. Even angry and bad people don't do this. You're a victim. If you're so fucked up that this is what you're doing now. I get it. Um, I also think it's interesting in the dynamic of like, I'm so disgruntled with my life that I want to, I don't just want to kill myself. I'm going to take you motherfuckers with me. I think that's really interesting. And I feel like whether we all want to admit it or not, we all feel that way sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, feeling that way and, and acting. No, that song you know, is partaking dope. in the act. Those are two different things. So I really like that concept. So this song 
is far and away the standout. I think what's wrong is really good too. Um, what's wrong is is a great. I even made a note about that. It's a great start. Great start to the oh, album. Your shit just dropped. Bro. I know. I need to tighten this bolt. It's a great start to the album. Like it's a very banging ass. Like it sets the tone for the whole album. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's pretty generic, but it, it hits hard. It's he's fucking flexing on it. It's dope. My favorite song is Glenwood Projects. Glenwood Projects is good. I like Chasing the Dragon too, just because I feel like that's. I said two words about my favorite song, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that you were going to expand on it. My bad. That's all right. Man. I thought that was it. I, I, it's just funny. I let you drone on and on about anatomy of a school shooting. You know. Okay. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say it was good. That's all. It was but you th- were done. It was funny. It was funny. It's all I'm pointing out. I just thought you were done. <laughs> okay. I said I, my favorite song is Glenwood Projects. You're like, that's good, but. Okay. My bad. Just pointing it out, man. Okay, I, didn't my mean, bad. I didn't mean to make you feel bad about it. I, I don't feel bad. I said my bad. All right. We're good. Okay. Say your piece. Glimmer Projects. Dope song. Dope beat. Go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> Sorry I even did that. I, I apologize. My fault. Um, it's all good. Um, I just like chasing the dragon just because I feel like we all um, have dealt with people that have addiction. Okay. So I feel like that's cool too. Yeah, that is a cool song. I feel like it's accessible. The mosh pit mix is dope too. Yeah. Not as good as the original though. Um, one of my least favorite songs also was the Canarsie Artie's Brigade. I didn't understand it. So I'm sure that's like a meta end joke or some shit. I don't understand what that means, but, um, it's one of my least favorite songs on there. Um, but yeah, I really like the sound of Glenwood projects has a dope hook. Very like, uh, I don't even remember how the hook went to be honest. I was listening to it earlier today, but pop, pop, pee in your brain. Yeah. He's like, I put the G in the, uh, I put the D in the drugs and the G in the guns. I put the, yeah. Yeah. That shit is so dope. It, yeah. That's that got a dope is, beat. Yes. I had, um, I, re- I really, really like that hook. Yeah. But I found myself when I was listening to it this time, which I've never noticed before. I've listened to that song hundreds of times. Never noticed before listening to it this week. I always associated put the G in the guns with like, He's saying he's a G. Yeah. And then I started breaking it down. Like, what does it mean to put the D in the drugs? What does it mean to put the T in the thugs? And yeah. I never thought about that before this week. It is really And then dumb. all of a sudden I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It but I already love it so much that it didn't bother me. But like, I thought about that same thing. I was like, what the fuck? I don't know what that means. I thought maybe he was spelling something. He's not spelling I, I tried anything. That too. I tried spelling it out and it doesn't work. Yeah. And but it just I, sounds cool. Well, like I, I feel like if I had first listened to this at 30, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. Yeah. Because I first listened to it at, I don't know, 14 or whatever. I loved it. And yeah. now I can't stop loving it. I already love it. It's lazy writing in that case because, I mean, you if you spend, oh, it a, sounds good, if you spend a little bit of time, you know, with the, that's a great idea. Great. You know, the way he executed it was perfect, but spend a little bit more time thinking of like more creative shit and yeah. you could have yeah. either spelled something or actually made it like a internal yeah. like metaphor. You know, you yeah, could have like done an something. acronym or something. Right. Yeah. So that was a little, that is disappointing, but it sounds so cool that it's it still does. my it favorite good. song on the album. It sounds good. Um, Necro is my least favorite part of this album. Uh, every verse he spits on it is just okay. He often sounds like he's just reading his lyrics, which I hate. The thing that I hate about Necro and I never appreciated this when I first started listening to Necro and after I like became a rapper and started like studying the art of rapping it really bothers me is he drags out the last word of every bar oh yeah we've talked about that broad is you in front of you and, and like he every 
every song he does it. Yeah. It's just like you know, like if, come on, man. you know, if you're in, a re- he is a good rapper. I'm not, I'm yeah. not shitting on him. You know, if you're in a recording session, like you could, t- like there's a difference when someone's reading it and when they're not. Yeah, it literally sounds like he's liter- literally reading his. I don't know the whole time. I agree with that. It sounds like it to me. <laughs> I mean, he definitely has a certain way about the way he executes. Yeah. So I'm hearing something there. I don't know if that's what I hear, but um, I do I, agree that there's something there. I made the comment about it on, especially chasing the dragon. I made a comment that he does it. Um, well, oh, here's an, here's a line from chasing the dragon that I made sure to pick out. He says ill cause I'm sicker than the germs and AIDS. <laughs> this is so dope. Immortal technique on a line like that was the he said. germs and AIDS. Like I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> Mortal technique said something about AIDS infested child molesters aren't sicker than me. Oh shit. I thought that was a cold that line. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's so dope. I mean, it just, the thought process there makes me like appreciate it. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's all. Sh- oh, the very first, well, the, it starts with what's wrong. It starts with the hook. That's how the very out, beginning of the album. That kicks beat in. is one of the best beats on that whole it's song dope. is just so I, sets I, the tone. I also love an album that doesn't have an intro. Thank you. You know, I, I like it when the albums just go into it. To yeah, be honest. I, I, um, <laughs> I've got, I, that's just how I've started appreciating it anymore. I've, I, I think I made a conscious effort long ago. Like I'm never doing an intro again. Yeah. I don't like silly either. I don't either. Like, like Uncle Zowie, not necessary. Put that at the end of a song if you want, but why make it a separate track? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Silly. Um, But yeah, I love that it starts out like that. I also love the very first bar of the album is God is an atheist. (laughs) Why should I believe in religion? I'd rather get my dick sucking cook keys in the kitchen. That shit is so hard, bro. That's how the album fucking starts. You know, like, you're like, Jesus. If you've never heard of Ill Bill and you turn the album on and you're like, somebody's That's how we're kicking shit off? All right, here we go. You know you're in for a fucking ride, man. God Um, is an atheist is such a powerful statement. Yeah, I know. Because when you really start thinking about that, like, wow. There's some thought that goes into that. Like it's so dope. Yeah. Um. My another song I really like was Legend Has It. That song is really yeah. dope. We haven't given it any love. I just want to mention it. But I like every song on this album. Uh, yeah. I, there's not a song I really dislike. They're all like like we said. They're all pretty similar. But I do um, think Porno Director is the worst, and I do think it has one of the best beats. Yeah. I don't remember the beat enough. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's just the worst. Great album though. I mean, I highly recommend. What do you grade it? Grade the album. Um. What I give Flipside. I give that an eight point five. I think. Oh, I think you gave Flipside a nine. Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember, but you know what? I'm gonna um, I'm gonna give this a nine. I'll give I, this album a nine. I think this is a phenomenal album. I'm but, gonna give it an eight. The only reason I'm not giving it a nine, like obviously. 10 I'm I don't want to just give away yeah. I gave it to Chameleonaire but that's also one of my all time best ever yeah but um, the only reason I'm not giving this a 9 is because all the songs are so similar yeah that's the only reason that's the only that's the only all of these songs are pretty much nine songs yeah that's the only criticism you could even have about this album because even his even, rapping is exceptional yeah that's what i was gonna say i mean he's he's so dope like if the song like the format bores you like his bars are so dope just pay attention to that and you'll enjoy it you know he what is I mean? spazzing front to back he's great i mean you could tell like some fucking time was put into this shit. You know, it ain't no bullshit rap album. I will also say that the sound of this album 
is very much suited to like a specific kind of taste. And if you don't like that sound, yeah, you're probably not gonna like the album. If you don't like the very first song, don't even bother yeah. with it, honestly. Yeah, but but I mean, it's I, right up my fucking alley. I I'm gonna adjust my. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Okay, just because the only reason it's not a nine is just because the songs are so similar. Yeah, I hear that because all of these songs are great. This and whole you, album's great. And you know what? Like I I, I gave it a nine because I think I gave Flipside an eight or eight and a half, and I love the Flipside album, but um really like i only reason i grade that song that album so high is because there's a few standout songs that are so fucking tight that like those skyrocket it there's none of those songs on here for me that like make it like skyrocket above anything else but as a final product like put together song for song it's really good. it's so strong like it's very very tight like to be fair when 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 i'm grading these things like in comparison with the commander ultimate victory i gave that a 10 i'm giving this an 8.5 I think he's rapping better this whole album. Yeah. I think he's up he's rapping better than Commander. Oh Rex. yeah. I just think the Commander album's a better album. Yeah, I just think his his rapping's on like another level. Like it's, And this is a really good album. I'm not saying it's not a good album. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be super dope. I mean he's I don't know. What more can you say? Definitely yeah. check this album out if you never have. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I gave it a listen because I love this. I'll album. definitely listen to it some more and I'll probably this inspires me to check out some more Ill Bill that I haven't listened to. Have I've, you heard La Coca Nostra? I would say, I was just going to awesome. mention that. I've listened to him on La Coca Nostra. Vinny Paz is in that too. Um, I it's, think it's Everlast. DJ Lethal, Everlast, Ill Bill. Yeah. Um, Vinny Paz is super dope too, by the I, way. But. I would also recommend you listen to uh, nonfiction. They're awesome. Okay. They're I, awesome. I will check them I mean, out. It's, a, I mean, it's much like this. Yeah. It's the N O N P H I X I O N. <laughs> like that shit is so tight, bro. I'll it's, it. it's really good. All right. I'm sure I'll like it. Yeah. Well, um, All right. oh, so what are you giving us for oh, next yeah. week? Last week we forgot to even tell yeah, you guys we on the air. To tell you. We, had to, we had to tell you on Facebook. <laughs> um, I had a couple picked out. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pick this one for a specific reason, mainly because I got this next week. Next week, we're doing our Christmas episode, by the way. Yeah. This is an album I got for Christmas one year, and I was very pumped about it. And I love every goddamn song on it from what I remember. It's been a while since I listened to it, and I know you're going to be excited for it. It's 1997's Big Willie Style by Will Smith. <laughs> That's such a good CD, bro. Yes. I love that shit. Yes, I'm so excited to revisit Big Willie style. Yes, look forward to that. That's man. a good one, bro. I was thinking about that song just the other day. Like Somebody made a joke on one of the podcasts. They said, uh, I think it was a Hannibal Burris joke. They said, man, Miami is such a dope song. I almost went to Miami. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, what more All can you night say? on the beach to the break. Don't. No, that's just yeah. party in I the city. I love lady. Will. Yeah. It's weird that you would have picked that, though. Yeah. Because that is not the album from him that I would have picked. Really? I would have picked an older one. I would have picked, yeah. like. That was, like, that was my first Will Smith album that I I would have picked the one with like he's the uh, 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 he's the DJ I'm the rapper that's a good one but like I would have picked the one that had um, Nightmare everything on glitters ain't always gold Nightmare on my street yeah. I think I can beat Mike Tyson <laughs> but uh, like yeah those are cool but I mean they're all good but, but Big Willie style is different Big Willie style is it's like a different kind of album that as far as like a, it's better music as far probably. as a rap album goes I mean it's I think it's fucking classic like every goddamn song on it's tight you're gonna vibe to that a lot more than you're gonna vibe. <laughs> Yeah. To like the older Will where he's oh. telling crazy stories and he's like being comedic. Yeah. Like this is better jams. Like, I can't this wait. Is something you can put in a car and just whip. To I was to say, I can't wait to like start listening to it while I'm rolling around. Oh 
yep. week every time I'm in the car. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be pumping it. People are gonna be looking at me like he is vibing to Will. <laughs> yes. Just the two of us. You know I love Will, bro. <laughs> we can make it if we try. That's a that's good that. pick, bro. Uh, just cruising. Oh, yeah. I love that's that a shit. good pick. I'm Get gonna enjoy with it. it. Mm. It's no secret. I'm a huge Will Smith fan. I don't care. <laughs> All right, I don't care I'm glad, what I knew you like that, that one. Shit. I love that shit. All right. Cool. So that's our Christmas episode. Good choice. Spotlight. Good choice. It'll be a good episode. Look forward to that, guys. Oh, yeah. All right. If anybody else, by the way, has suggestions, I mean, I'm open for suggestions. Um, I got another couple up my sleeve, but, um, you know, I'd like to hear from if any viewers or um, watchers. I'm always open suggestions, suggestions but I, by I the way, have a we're lot into stored it. away that I love. We are into it. Yeah. All right, man. Let's um raise the bars. Let's check it out. We're going to go to raise the bars. Let me get this shit ready. Man, I wish um, Gmail had a dark theme. Does it? I don't think it does. I don't know. I wish it did. Don't have no dark theme. All right. So we got a very special raise of bars this week because he actually did an extra set of bars. So I have six to grade instead of five. Yeah. And my bars this week are from a special guest. I didn't select any of the bars. Okay. They're oh. all from Bobby Cray. Oh. Picked all the bars this Dope. week. So since I got six, I'll start and finish. Okay. I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's go over to our Raise the Bars. Oh. <clears throat> hey, yo. These words cut deep like scars. Now tuned in to the motherfucking Raise the Bars. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Love it. Boy. Thank you, Scott from the Unknown Pod. You dig. Um, all right, here we go. All, all right. right. <laughs> Let me take you on a magic cart ride. I'll bust all your balloons when I smack your backside. We'll have such fun. I'll bring my friends along. I'll kick that Donkey Kong right in his conky dong. <laughs> <laughs> that last line is so dope. That's why I picked this shit. <laughs> uh, this is so dumb, bro. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, shit. I get it. I get a six point five. It's not, yeah. It's not whack. Like it's cool. It's just nothing great about it. Like it's you. just funny and fun. Yeah. Like it's it's cool. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, I don't I don't feel comfortable giving that a seven because I would give like actually respectable lyrics a seven. I feel you. And like this is good. Like there's nothing wrong with it other I, than it's just dumb. I like the wordplay though of magic cart ride. That's kind of cool. And then he's saying I'll bust all your balloons when I smack your backside. Obviously a Mario Kart Mario Kart reference. You know that like it's clever yeah. wordplay. It's just not. Beautifully executed, so I do agree yeah. with you. Um, sounds like a cool song, though. I, I actually want to cool. I want to check this group out or rapper at least, but um, it's a song called Luigi's Ballad <laughs> uh, from a group called Star Bomb, which uh, their lyrics it's a came, cool name for a group. Yeah, it is. Their their name came up a lot this week when I was uh, looking for lyrics. Just Star, based on the, Star Bomb is just a cool name. For yeah, a group. it's a cool name. It looks like they do a lot of like nerdy type. Yeah, raps. probably probably uh, nerdcore. I'm definitely gonna peep them. They sound pretty cool. All right, here's yours. All right, all right, Bob. Bobby Cray. <clears throat> and I got eight siblings that I never see in a room I never leave. Stuck on my computer watching other niggas catch some speed. All their songs is extra weak. Confusion steady stressing me. Running out of patience. Let the journey get the best of me. Uh, it's pretty, pretty good. Um, I like the internal rhymes. The best of me. Stressing me. Catch some speed. You know extra week that's pretty dope it's clever you know i don't really give a fuck about what they're saying I, I it looks like it's part of uh some real shit they're saying in context but isolated by themselves I, it doesn't really impress me i'm not like super thrilled about it but it sounds like the, this guy can rap so for the similar reasons you gave the last one a 6.5 i'll give this one a 
I'll give this one a 6.5 also. I would have given this a 7. I didn't pick this, but um, this is futuristic. The uh, song is called... Sorry. The song is called Maybe Music Saved My Life. Okay. I would have given it a 7. I don't think it's exceptional anyway, but I think it's pretty good. I like... And, you know, rereading it, um, it looks like he's like... He's bitching like on the come. He's on the come up. He's bitching that other rappers are getting love and like he's still, you know, trying to trying to come up and shit and like he's he's pissed and jealous that's that's kind of like what it looks like watching you know? them catch catch some speed and all their songs are extra weak yeah if you like I, that resonates with me yeah i mean i, I rap that way i rapped about the same shit on embrace the hate you yeah. know what i mean it's i feel this shit. way so like it resonates with me i do feel that I, I like that aspect of it i just as far as bars go i don't think it's anything yeah. exceptional no, i think it's fair not hating future i know you're yeah. futuristic i mean i know you're watching he's a much better rapper than future <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your arizona do futuristic futuristic yeah. I, I, I remember us talking about him before he's we've, cool as fuck we've bro. used him on race bars several times yeah, haven't he's we? cool as fuck bro all right here you go um fox and falco feast all fighters force and foes to flee the scene form and fire for these fiends forever finish first it seems even kirby couldn't fathom fiercer fingers in a land of dreams a lot of alliteration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of alliteration. My issue is the alliteration falls off in the important parts, like seams and dreams. Mm. Like if you're going to do that much alliteration, I feel like you should be hitting it in the key spots. Mm. But it is a lot of alliteration. It is impressive. They are not wasting bars. I do think the bars are hella uneven. Yeah, I'm sure. And when it's yeah, wrapped, it sounds flows, okay. But it's probably flowed better. Um, I'll give it a seven point five. Okay, I think that's fair. It, it's it it's lo- not like the craziest shit ever, but the alliteration does take it to the next level. Yeah, it looks really For dope. Sure. You know, yeah. um, this is from a song called "Game Over Part Two. The artist is supposedly Zach Boot Boucher, but this it looks like it was a it had like twenty verses. This song does like twenty eight bar verses, like it's a cipher, but it's all um, Smash Bros. Each each verse, yeah, each verse is a different character. Really cool concept. Um, This seemed like the best four bars out of the whole song, but uh, this is a rapper named Lyrical Gamer. Never heard of him. It's pretty cool. So when you tag, I'm tag Lyrical Gamer because I don't know who the fuck Zach. Butcher is probably some YouTuber. Okay, lyrical gamer. <laughs> Shit is nice, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I, what you're doing. I, I like what you're doing. I thought it seemed pretty dope. I like what you're doing. All right. <clears throat> oh, this sounds big. That bitch is lame, bruh. Yeah. You know you is a lame hoe. Yeah. My bitch from overstate. She gonna come downstate. <laughs> <laughs> I give this a zero. Can I do that? Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> Uh, I think this may be worse than everything, bro. I know. Like, I think, like, we had some really bad little Uzi. We had some bad Migos. We had uh, the ICP quotable was terrible. Yeah, yeah. This is worse than all of them. Yeah, this is this is so fucking bad. This is this is Lil Xan. This is called Wake Up. I'll take the I'll take the bad with the good. You know, we got to show these to people so that we can prove to them that that there is a difference between horrible shit and good shit you yeah. know we we talk about dope shit like ill bill we got to show you that this is the other side of it you know what i mean lame bro fucking disgusting lame hoe. this Over is just state <laughs> downstate so bad bro lil xan fuck you i mean yeah, fuck was, you for bro, uh, you're a zero bro fuck you for making this song you're a zero bro hang it up <laughs> <laughs> all right man here you go they think i'm illustrated rocking a tank top 
Tat's looking like I'm getting sponsored by GameStop. Super Mario, I get that fireball flame hot, sewer drain hot from Peach Castle to Bangkok. This is pretty fucking tight. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Is. They think I'm illustrated rocking a tank top because illustrated because of the tattoos. Tats looking like I'm getting sponsored by GameStop. Their tattoos are obviously video game tattoos. Super Mario, I keep that fireball flame hot, sewer drain hot from the Peach Castle to Bangkok. <sighs> That's real good, bro. That's real good. Eight point three. So, this is a rapper named Chris Webby. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, make um, it rap. The song's called Hump Day. His name was coming up a lot this week too, and I was looking for shit. He's, he seems like a pretty dope I'm rapper. I'm not super familiar with him. Yeah, but um, I'm relatively familiar. Okay, uh, but he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, he sounded pretty dope. He seems like another nerdcore type of rapper almost. This is pretty tight, bro. Yeah, I like it. I think he's got some bars. I think that's pretty impressive. All right. I hold weight, no calories. So my jewels frozen like a sub-zero fatality. That works with your scheme. What? Sub-zero? Oh, yeah. I think Derek actually spit a very similar line. Um, I hold no weight, no calories. Oh, I get what you're saying. So hold my uh, frozen like a sub-zero fatality. And where I'm at, it's Mortal Kombat. And when you take shots... Ock? Oh, okay. When you take shots, Ock, it's not going to be... Cognac? Cognac. Cognac. When you take shots, Ock, it's not going to be cognac. I don't know if you're aware, but Ock is like slang terms like I did guy or whatever. Like, Never heard of it. It's like a slang term. All right, let me do it again. I hold weight, no calories. So my f- jewel's frozen like a sub-zero fatality. And where I'm at, it's Mortal Kombat. But when you take shots, Ock, it's not going to be cognac. Take shots? <laughs> cognac. When you take shots, Ock, <laughs> I just put that to go to myself right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I got you. I didn't even get it until right now. That's, a, that's clever. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. And when you take shots, all right. Um, I mean, it's some baller rap bullshit kind of mixed with some gamer like shit kind of thrown in, but, uh, I'm not impressed. Honestly, this is pretty basic. Um, I'll give this a five. I'm shocked. You said that. I thought that, I think his bars are really strong. I think there's like cool punchlines in here. I would have probably given it 7.5. I mean, the only uh, thing that is cool is take shots it's not gonna be Kanye I like that hold weight no calories Joel's frozen like a sub-zero fatality hold hold weight no calories isn't even clever to me like I don't know hold weight drugs um but okay so he's saying he's it's a a punchline saying I have drugs but no the no calories is the the weight I get it no calories there's Um, a punchline there all right sub-zero is a punchline Mortal Kombat's kind of a filler line but it's tied to the sub-zero and then the last one is another punchline so there's three punchlines all right it's you know I'm not trying to sway no I'm I'm not gonna change my grade I'm kind of grading these two with you because I didn't pick these so I agree I still don't like it and I still stand by my uh, thing but I do in context and you know with having this shit explained to me that I'm just ignorant too I guess it's not as bad but not impressive seems uh, okay this is Cassidy from a song called expect the unexpected okay this seems like Cassidy to me okay like this seems like typical Cassidy I like it though seems like some pretty basic shit to me I like it I like Cassidy though <laughs> all right next hop a ride tag along add a song to your mini mix mega man egg van razor clamped to his chinny chins 66 route down moving down the dixie down to to the dixie chick this monkey brought a weapon and having give him a pixie stick all right so the scheme's cool 
I like mini mix. I like chinny chins too, because that seems like it would be filler, but it's kind of like a cool usage. Yeah, yeah. Because it it does actually mean something. It's not made up. I don't know. Is that slang razor clamp to his chinny chins? Is that what does that mean? Do you know? A razor to his chinny chin. Okay, I see. I see. This is what I would assume. I just the, maybe razor clamped threw me off, but I wasn't sure what it what it meant. Um. <laughs> I mean, I think he said razor clamp to rhyme it with Mega Man and yeah, Mega yeah. Man. I do like Hop that. Hop a ride, tag along, add a song to your mini mix, Mega Man, Egg Van. I don't understand what Egg Van is. Is that a Mega Man thing? Nope. Razor clamp to his chinny chins, 66, root down, moving down to the Dixie chick. This monkey brought a weapon and heaven give him a pixie stick. See, I feel like those last two bars don't actually mean anything. Yeah, I know. I'm guessing moving down to the Dixie chick, he's talking about like Dixie South. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm guessing. And this monkey brought a weapon and heaven give him a pixie stick? What does that mean? No fucking clue. <laughs> I like the rhyme scheme, though. That's why I picked it. Uh, I'll give it uh, 5.5. Okay. Um, I like the scheme. I like the rhymes. You know what else um, I like about it? There's some cool stuff in here mixed in a lot of gibberish to me. Yeah. What, what I like about it is I like it when people, um, while they don't rhyme, this is like a cool like little... Uh, melodic thing you can do where you say like hop a ride tag along add a song to your mini mix make a man egg event you know like doing that it, like, oh, it could be Eminem it's not I've never heard of this artist Um, just the way you were doing it yeah like that hop a ride tag along add a song to your mini mix I've never man egg a band yeah I like I like the little the the tongue twist you know not not really a tongue twist but like the yeah yeah I know just the way it sounds it rolls off the tongue you know I think that's kind of cool the pattern um I don't know which one of these is the band and which one's the song I'll be honest um. I think the band is Kiln. No, the song must be Kiln. And the band is Hail Mary Mallon. I don't know if it's a band or a rapper. I have no idea. Hail, H-A-I-L-M-A-R-Y-M-A-L-L-O-N. <laughs> Kiln. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of this. Huh? Um, yeah, it's just okay. Yeah. It, fit, it fit my scheme. Yeah. All right, here we go. We got some bomb, some bombs and razor bars this week, huh? Yeah. All right. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words or listen to my signal of distress. I grew up in the country and through some times... How did you do that, bro? (laughs) How did you do that? (laughs) All right, hold on. I grew up in the city and through some times we had less. Compared to some of my niggas down the block, man, we are blessed. We were blessed. All right. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. Those two bars are super dope. I love it. Love those two bars. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. That shit is so tight. It's really good. I really, really. I think those are really good, and they're not my favorite line of the bar. The stanza. I love those two bars. I grew up in the city, and through some times we had less compared to some of my times we had less. I grew up in the country, and through some (laughs) times, though sometimes we had less compared to some of my n words down the block. Man, we were blessed. Those two run together, so it's. I I get it. Though sometimes we had less compared to you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They're saying some real shit, and this is some, you know, heavy-handed, like, from-the-heart shit. I think I, the last bar is the best one. And I like it for that reason. You know, I, I like the context. Or, there's no context. I like the um, I like the context that I do see. I, I enjoy the rhyme scheme. It seems pretty good. Um, but just based on those two bars, the first two bars alone, I'm going to give this a eight. I think it's fair. Um, I think the fourth bar is the best. I just like 
the contrast of like we had nothing, but compared to other people, we had something. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, I, so I, I like, like that. that too. Um, I would probably grade this an eight too. Yeah, who is I this? Think this? Is really good. This is J Cole's from a song called "Love Yours." Okay, I think that's really good stanza. I like I, it too. I like I like the content. I like that. A lot. Yeah, that's what I meant. I, I like it a lot. When I was trying to say context, yeah. I, the content is really dope. That's what he's. What that's he's my favorite part. Awesome. Yeah, like I really like it. But your mine looks so fucking boring and stupid <laughs> when I switch back. I'm like, Ugh. it's just a fucking rectangle. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll upgrade you. All right. All right. It's the attack of the pack. Getting back on a rap. Gonna murder the track. Smacking my lips after grabbing a snack. Never getting full. Got a habit of that. You know, Miss Pack, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the attack of the pack. Getting back on a rap. Gonna murder the track. Smacking my lips after grabbing a snack. Never getting full. Got a habit of that. You know, Miss Pack, I'm gonna hit that. There's some filler in here. The scheme is sweet. Like smacking my lips after grabbing a snack has no place being in the middle other than scheme. Um, that being said, I really like this. I, I I genuinely like this, even though some of it's kind of silly. And yeah, never getting full got a habit of that is kind of like a reach just for the sake of keeping the scheme and getting to where he's going. Right. Uh, but it's I just like it. I can't help but like it. Uh, I'm going to give this an eight. Cool. I, I agree. This is really dope. Does the artist. Um, the, There's things wrong with this. I still like it. The rapper on this song is JT Makinema. Or Machinima, however that's pronounced. It seems like another nerdcore rapper. Super dope. It's from that same song I pulled earlier. <laughs> this is this is the Pac. <laughs> this is Pac Man. But so, knowing that he's rapping as Pac Man, he says, "Smacking my lips after grabbing a snack, never getting full. Got a habit of that. You know what I mean? Like, see, he's right. like, you know what I'm saying? You know, Miss Pac, I'm gonna hit that. That that. Oh last- oh oh! It it does mean something. I'm thinking this is all filler. It's that's about Pac-Man you. eating dots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the really the only filler is getting back on a rap, going to murder the right. track. Correct. That's the filler there. I didn't even put together <laughs> Pac-Man eating dots. Yeah. But yeah, that okay. <laughs> yeah, it seemed pretty dope in that I like context. This. I like this. Yeah. Me too. That second bar is a reach, but the rest of it's really good. I, I like it. I want to listen. I like it. I'm, I'm going to listen to this fucking song because it seems pretty cool. I get, it's, a lot of the other verses leave something to be desired from what I can read, but these were like the standout parts of the song for sure. I feel like murder should have been something that would have rap, rhymed, like smash on a track or something. Yeah. I mean, Getting he could have... a rap. I'm going to smash, smash on a track. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. would have been better to me, but like this is good. I like this. I agree. I'm with you. Yeah, I think it's flawed and still still charming. Still dope. Now, bullet holes left in my peepholes. I'm suiting up in street clothes. Hand me a nine and I'll defeat foes. Y'all know my steelo. Steelo? Y'all know my steelo. Y'all know my steelo. With or without the airplay. I keep some E and J sitting bent up in the stairway. That shit is tight. Now, bullet holes left in my peepholes. I'm suited up in street clothes. Hand me a nine and I'll defeat foes. Those two lines are super dope. Suited up in street clothes, hand me a nine, and I'll defeat foes. That shit is tight. Stilo, if you don't know, that's like old school slang for like steez or swag or okay. like you know my Stilo. Y'all know I've heard it before. Now that you mention it, y'all heard my y'all know my Stilo with or without the airplay. I keep some E and J sitting bent up in the stairway. I like the um sitting bent up in the stairway like that kind of like I like how it yeah, flows. Yeah, you know um, it pops. I don't um. I like shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when it's just fun to say. Yeah. And that's one of those lines. Um, 
I like this. It's not it's not extra special or anything, but he's doing whoever this is. They're saying what they say, what they want to say very well, and I like it. I mean, it's uh, it makes sense. It's all in it's all along the same topic. I think there's so much to like here that is unexplainable. Yeah, um, I'll give this a I'll give this an eight. Not amazing, but very dope. Like for what it is, I would have given this a nine just based off its charm because it's. It's hard to describe why it's so good. Rhyming but airplay with good. stairway. I love Peoples, that too. Yeah. Like that's good. Street clothes. I like this a lot. <laughs> uh, it's not going to shock you that I like it a lot. This is Nas. It's from New York State of Mind. Okay. Dope. But um, like reading this now, I like it more than just hearing the song. Yeah. Yeah. I Again, I. There's nope. something special about this. Yeah, it's not exceptional, but it's it's I awesome. I really, really like this a lot. <laughs> Very, I mean, that's that's the sure sign of somebody who's good at their craft. You yeah. know what I mean? It looks so effortless, but it they're, it's perfect, you know? That's an example of that. I think that's great. All right. How many have I done now? That was five. That was five for me? Yep, here's the last one. Okay. All right, spread around the internet because of word of mouth cannonballed off the deep end and swam further out trying to stack absurd amounts of with a purdy spouse put one in the air like super smash pulling kirby out spread around the internet because a word of mouth cannonballed off the deep end and swam further out trying to stack absurd amounts with a purdy spouse put one in the air like super smash pulling kirby out this is pretty good but there's things that I don't like about it, like cannonballed off the deep end. I know that that's like a super smash, right? Like jumping off the, there's a ship level. I don't know. I don't cannonball. I'm, I'm guessing here. I don't play a lot of super smash, so I don't ever play super smash. Me neither. Um, swim further out. Like that's good for the rhyme, but I don't know. It's great. Yeah. Trying to stack absurd amounts with a purdy spouse. I think is good for the scheme. Kind of a whack bar. Put one in the air like Super Smash. Pulling Kirby out is all right. I'll give it a six. It's Man, good. It's all right. I think this shit is all right. way tighter than you give it credit it's for. It's all right. Um, this is another Chris Webby song. Oh. Um, it's called Nice to Be Back. Um, like I think the the wordplay of Cannonballed Off the Deep End and Swam Further Out, especially spread around the internet because of word of mouth, Cannonballed Off the Deep End and Swam Further Out. It's like a metaphor saying like, I didn't even fuck with at the beginning i started here and still made it harder on myself you know that's what he's saying there and i think i don't know if you overlook that or don't care about that i think i, mean, that, I get it i just i think i think the metaphor there's so dope sorry can't have balled off the deep end and swam further out that's so tight it's not whack um i just don't think it's great i think rhyming stack absurd or no, i'm sorry stack rhyming absurd amounts with purdy spouse is super dope the too. purdy spouse i don't like i love that shit I think like, I mean I get absurd amounts and party spouse for the scheme, but like I feel like that's such a filler line. Like, yeah, I'm trying to get money with a pretty chick. Like, <laughs> I don't know what. All put, right, I don't know what put one in the air like Super Smash pulling. I, don't know I what, figured that was uh, like a Kirby thing in Super Smash that I didn't get. Yeah, I don't know what put one in the air, even as a reference to in metaphorical context. To be honest, I put one in the air. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe because it means probably. I'm guessing when you take Kirby out, like he probably does that. Maybe that's why I said I was. I was. That's pretty. Tight. I was making an assumption there. I mean, I I think all the internal like thoughts that are in here are super dope, and I'm surprised you didn't appreciate right. it more than I you. I don't think it's whack. I think it's cool. All right, I got you. I just don't think it's great. Yeah, just admit it. You hate Chris Webby. 
Nah, I think Chris Webby's cool. I'm kidding, man. I was, was too. Chris Webby's whack as fuck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Chris Webby cool. I, I think that shit was dope. But yeah, that's it. You know what my theme right. was? Was it that they were all rap lyrics? Yeah. I don't even know if they were all rap lyrics. <laughs> yeah, one that was like a band, wasn't it? Yeah, it seemed like it. Um, yeah, that shit was dope. That was a Super Smash Brothers edition of Raise the Bars. That came out is last... Is Pac-Man in Super Smash? Ms. Pac-Man is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dude, Smash Brothers got everybody now. Fucking Cloud's in it. Uh, I don't pay attention to Smash. I don't like I'm pretty sure games. Claire is in it from Resident Evil, isn't she? I have no idea. I know nothing about Smash. <laughs> I don't... I've never played any... I was just talking to my buddy, the Unknown Podcast folk earlier on our group chat um we uh they were mentioning that um well scott said he really liked it and i said i've never really played it like i've played the original when it first came out and it was super fun but i didn't get into it you know i never played another one since my issue with smash is first of all i don't like fighting games yeah, i just same. think they're repetitive and boring same i think they're fun for like 10 minutes and then i'm over it yeah um smash actually has a cool like story mode though from what i remember well i mean the other thing is is i don't play a whole lot of multiplayer on anything and um like when I was younger, I had a group of friends. We used to get together and play Mario Kart Super Smash. Yeah. We used to do that all the time on a GameCube. I love Mario Kart. You always sat out for Smash? Yeah. I always kind of like was like, all right, y'all play. I'm going to do something else. Like, yeah. I just, it's just not for me. No, I feel it. I'm, I'm going to try to play the new Smash Bros. and see if I can get into it. If it had like a good story mode, I could probably do that better. But like, um, even then, like, so repetitive. I'll try it out and give you a review. Uh, and you can see I, if you want to try it. Like, I know I've played, like, Mortal Kombat games and stuff like that before, where, like, a story arc can keep me interested a little longer. Yeah. But it's still kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I hear Like, it. I always liked, uh, when they came out, like, Fight Night on the 360 and shit, I would play those because I thought that was just a little more fun. It was still the same thing. But, like, I just like the mechanics and the boxing and like that I, I thought that was a little bit more fun but it's the same thing yeah um, it's I mean, just, fighting games are fighting games fighting games just really just aren't my thing I'm with you I'm not really into them either I've tried playing like the WWE and the UFC games even and they're just all it's all the same shit too. I like old school wrestling games but there's a little more to those I think yeah um, and like I've tried UFC games I don't like them I don't really like UFC though um, just most of that stuff it's just not my kind of stuff I'm with you. I'll try it. I'll try out Smash. We'll see how it goes. But I wanted to pay homage because I know it's a big deal in a lot of people's lives. And uh, people love that shit. They do, man. I, I just don't understand how you could be that into fighting games. Like a Street Fighter was cool. I grew up a Street Fighter. It was cool. I mean, like, Nintendo, not, Nintendo's, I definitely, hard. Nintendo's definitely on to something, man, because they fucking they struck gold with that shit. No, that's a monster. People couldn't people wait for it. People are serious. It's not for me. All right. As much as I love Nintendo shit, it seems so odd that like one of their marquee franchises I just don't care about. Yeah, no, it is. It is kind of weird. But um, yeah. yeah, anything else you want to quickly touch on before we wrap shit up? No, nah, I'm good. All right. Um, oh, you know what? One other thing I'll mention real quick. Have you ever watched Live PD? I assume that's like cops or something. Yeah, it's just like cops. The new cops. Um, what's cool about it is it airs live. Like this, the re- there's a reason I'm bringing it up. But on Friday and Saturday nights, um, it's on A and E from like nine to midnight, and it's 
supposedly live, like happening right now. Mm-hmm. So much so that somebody was watching it one night and said they saw somebody like run through the yard and called in and like they talked about it on the show. Like that, like it really is live. But what's cool, the reason they can do it is because they got camera crews following around like 10 different police stations. And they just switched to whatever's yes, happening. Exactly. They got like, they show like the whole production room. It's a pretty impressive operation, to be quite honest. The host on it though, um, I can't remember his fucking name. So I apologize, dude. I know you're watching. Um, but, uh, he always makes these corny fucking jokes. I love it. I can't fucking get enough of it. Like he's so it's so funny. Like the thing that kills me about these shows, like this one may be different because it's live. Yeah. Um, but like cops used to kill me because cops is intentionally set up to first of all make people look dumber than they are. Okay. Which a lot of them are dumb. I'm not saying they're not, but they're intentionally skewing this. Sure. Um the other thing it does is it tries to make you feel like there's no way to get away with crime. Like they always get caught. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Which is, I can tell you from personal experience, that's not true. Sure. Um, so I just feel like it's kind of skewed and there's kind of like an agenda there. Well, you might like this one then because the, often like... If it's live, it's different, obviously. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Often you'll be watching this and they'll be like, it'll switch. Like, let's go over to uh, whatever, Rhode Island. And like, it'll show the guy like, it'll just have the guy like recording the driver like with his lights on going out. She's like, yeah, there's like a robbery in progress. We're headed there now. And then like the cameras just like going back and forth. And then the host like hops in like, all right, we'll come back to them. And you know, like it's a lot of like nothing, you know, right. honestly, but they do. I mean, I feel like that would make it less more anticlimactic. It is very anticlimactic. I mean, there's times like it's going off at midnight and they're like, the police are like literally about to like bust open a door and like, all right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> and like You're just fucked. But what's cool about it though is the next week they'll usually, or the next day, if it, it airs on Friday and Saturday. So sometimes the next day they're like, here's what you guys missed um, last week after we went off the air. And another cool thing is when there is nothing going on, they will show like, here's what happened earlier in Pasadena, Texas or whatever the fuck. And like, it'll have like, a chopped out clip of something that happened maybe a few hours sooner. So they do kind of try to like fill the gaps yeah. and they do. It's an impressive like show like that. They can make they all these wheels turning and they do a good job. It's, it's really highly watchable. I think shit like that could be entertaining. I, I like have this internal struggle. Cause like, I kind of like shit like that. Yeah. But like, I know the police departments are getting paid sure. by the network and I just hate like supporting. <laughs> You're so like anti-police. That. I am very anti-police. But here's the best part about like them. Here's the best part. And here's the reason I'm bringing this up is our family. We got into, we got hip to watching it like pretty recently. It's been on for a couple of years now, but it's very, very popular. But like three weeks ago, they started following around a couple uh, sheriffs in Franklin County. So it's cool. Like seeing your fucking city on there, you know? Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> but then you're kind of like, oh, does our city really have enough fucking crime that it's going to be on live PD now? It's kind of weird. But what's awesome is so often they're like getting somebody out of the car or something. They're like, is that live PD? Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> it's so weird, man. It's like such a trip. Oh, it's such a trip. Could you imagine like fucking cops like coming to you and pulling you over and you're on goddamn live PD? I'd be fucking hot, bro. Yeah. That would make me more mad. The people that say like, don't film me, they respect them and like they won't film and, and they'll cut away or whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. They get, they go in motherfuckers' houses with the cops and shit. I don't know how they See, do it. There's part of me though, like, because it would make me mad that they were filming me. But yeah. at the same time, I'm not sure I want to tell them to stop filming me. Because at least as long as they're filming you, it's being documented yeah, and you're yeah. not getting um, another, mistreated, you know what I'm saying, on national TV. Yeah, so like, right. maybe I want you filming me, but I don't really want to be on TV. And that's kind of a shitty dilemma to have to pick from. I got you. Um, there's a, there's another interesting tidbit about it is I've come to realize also there's like three spinoff shows now. One is literally Live PD on per- Patrol, where 
I imagine it's just the good shit that got cut off of live PD. And like, they just, it's just a curated content essentially right. that they hear like once a week for a half hour. And then there's another one called, um, live PD cam where it's like all body cam helicopter and like dash cam footage, essentially of the, all the same shit. But uh, I mean, I'm enjoying watching it. That's the reason I brought it up. I think it's I, fun to watch. I will say there is something positive <laughs> that you could find in supporting something like that for somebody like me that has this strong distrust for police. Yeah. Um, I do think that if it's being broadcast live on television, holds them to a certain standard. Yeah. I mean that, that could be a good thing. Yeah. So I think that's, it's almost like maybe supporting that is kind of supporting helping our police force be just, and that's, that's, that's a good thing. So there's that. that. I can, I can be fair. I, yeah. I mean, to be honest, like I watch it and I get like a newfound respect for that. Cause I think like, I know these cops aren't making like six figures and they should be because watching these motherfuckers, like I'm watching it thinking, God damn, I know what I do for my job and I know what they're doing for their job. And their job is way more intense and hard and like I might be making more than some of them. <laughs> no, like it's weird to think about it like that in, in context. Dude, I have no issue whatsoever with paying cops more than they're paid. But I expect to get a better product in return. <laughs> okay. Is that fair? I guess. I don't know what you're putting in a con- in like comparison to meaning a better product because I, mean, I expect better police service than I receive. I I mean I have zero like bad i mean this isn't to say that they're all good good i don't know i'm just saying i don't really have any like bad cop stories or anything like that and i know people do but i don't have anything to go off of let's be very clear when i say i hate the police and i hate the police i am aware there are good people that are cops yeah i have no issue with that there's no good cops (laughs) okay that's pretty stupid no this the system is broken (laughs) It's a broken system. Uh, so even when cops are doing what they're supposed to be doing, yeah. a lot of times it's unjust because the system is unjust. Okay. And so while I think there are good people that are cops, I think t- also to be very fair, I didn't initially say this. I heard Jay Cole say this once and the way he broke it down was elegant and wonderful. And I completely agree. Like the machine is broken. So yeah, we all know that you're, you're calling something that's inherently bad. Good. Uh, you're getting, we're getting into the weeds here, but I mean, I, I think it's <laughs> to sit here and just say like all cops are bad. Like it's kind of fucking stupid to be honest. All cops are not bad people. All cops are bad cops. That's pretty stupid. I disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I don't, I think that's silly to say that. To just, like, I think such, it's silly to, to dismiss that. Such a broad generalization. That's really dumb. Do you think our justice system is just, just a, is it embodies justice? Um, for the most part, yeah. Oh, I think you're. That's laughable coming from the guy that's all in favor of uh, rising up and overcoming and all of that. Don't get me wrong. You're in like, favor of revolution, but you think overwhelmingly the justice system is. I think about it on like a case by case basis. I like to, I like to imagine that. First of all, I don't agree with the whole like everyone is evil type mentality. I think most people want to do good. I really do. To to be fair in the defense of cops. This isn't a defense of cops. This no, is, no, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm saying, saying for people. me. I'm saying for me. Okay. In defense of cops, I understand that cops are dealing with criminals day in and day out. Yeah. And when you deal with criminals day in and day out, you become desensitized on a, to, a, to a point that you start to assume people are criminals because that's what you're dealing with day in and day out. And that's fair criticism. And I don't know that humans can I think we're fickle enough as people that that's a hard thing to shake also to be fair I 
I think there are many ways our justice system could and should be improved before we could even consider this as reasonable or justified. Consider what? What do you mean this? The whole system. The whole thing. I think there are inherent flaws. Yeah, of, of course. Of course. I agree with you. I, just, I mean, get to, the, get to the point. What are you saying? That's like, the point. Of, yeah, I agree. I'm with you. I agree that there's flaws, but that that's not speaking to every individual that's involved in it. That's silly. <laughs> no, and that's why I said there's good people that are cops. I don't think there's good cops because the cop so you're saying we shouldn't have cops? I mean, I also think... You're, wait, you're saying we sh- just shouldn't have no, cops? No, I'm not in favor of anarchy. I think we need reform. But I also think that... Uh, like, I've had positive interactions with police officers before. I don't... I'm, I'm not saying that that hasn't happened to me. Like, every interaction is terrible. I mean, I've had terrible interactions, too. But um, I have a lot of issues with just the way this whole system works. And so to call pieces of a broken system good seems nonsensical to me. I mean, I, I, I just think it's wacky to like just make such a broad stroke is all I'm saying. Like I, I get what you're trying to say, but it just, there's no, it's, it's not really like logic based. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I understand. Fuck the system. I get it, but it's not just fuck the system. I, I'm, I'm with you in that regard. I'm I, in favor of a positive system. I, I just don't think that we have one. I'll go out on a limb and say most cops are good. Oh, you're tripping, bro. I mean, also, let's 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 put it like this. The job of a cop, like that whole position, yeah. inherently attracts the wrong people. I get that. Like people who want those are to not use the, power those are, are drawn not the, to those positions. Those are not the pe- those are the people that are on the I, when I say most cops are good, I'm not talking about those people. Those people are the bad ones. That's okay, what I'm so saying. But this. I think that's a very small minority and a lot of people get that twisted, I think. I don't. But I mean there's I'll a very it's a very vocal minority of people who hate cops. Like it's don't get me wrong, like nobody like I don't I'm I'm now I'm seeming like a cop apologist and I'm really not. I don't care, but um and it's not just because of my positive experience with cops. For the most part, most cops have been cool to me um, that I've interacted with. That's mm-hmm. sure that's my experience, but that's not why I'm saying it. I just I think that you hear obviously about all the bad shit cops do, of course, and you hear about the corruptness of the system, of course. But you, there's you know thousands of cops out there. I'd say out of every thousand cops, there's probably ten piece of shit ones. That's like one percent. Okay, so let me ask you this: You know, if you're not you. Let's say you're my buddy Neek. You still behave the same way you do. Okay. But you're my buddy Neek. Okay. You're saying because I'm black at that point? I mean, black and the way that you dress and things like that. Okay. Do you think all those cops treat you the same? No. I don't. They don't. So a lot of those cops that you think are great guys are great because you're you. But why are you even interacting with them? What's, what's the reasoning that you're in front of the cops? So what do you mean the way they treat you? I mean... I mean do you that's mean the to, that's the underlying issue there. Why are you, you in imply, front of the cops? Do you mean to imply that people that look like Neek and dress like Neek don't get stopped more frequently than you do for nothing? No, I'm sure they do. They do. So that's why you're in front of the cops. So you're saying like it's happened. I mean, ballpark it. How many times is he being fucked with by cops for no, literally no reason for doing nothing wrong, like walking down the street? I mean, you'd have to ask Neek. I don't. I know, like and I don't have that experience, so I'm with you. I get it, but I'm saying your experience is influencing your view. Sure, and I understand. I understand that you can't change that. I'm not faulting you for that. I got it. Um, I know how I'm treated, and I'm not black. Yeah, 
I know I'm treated a certain way. I mean, how often are you interacting with the cops? I've lived more often than I want to. No joke. I mean, as far as being pulled over, I'm I'm including pulled over every time I've accidentally seen a cop at a show or out in public. It's literally probably less than 20 times in my entire life. So if I mean, how often are you interacting with the cops? A lot more than that. Um, For example, the other night I was coming home from work. Okay. Driving home from work. I got pulled over. Why'd you get pulled over? Because the cop said I didn't stop all the way at a red light before I took a right. Okay. Where there was no cars in the street. Okay. So he was fishing. He wanted me to be drunk because of I was course. coming home late night. Of course. Okay. He took a look at me and then proceeded to call, get the dogs and search my car for drugs. Okay. I was profiled. Okay. Mind you, I'm wearing a Buffalo Wild Wings uniform. That cop was probably an asshole. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going <laughs> to take a What's step your further. point? I'm going to take a step further. That cop was an asshole. Okay. Sure. Yes, okay. I'm with okay. you. I'm going to take a step further. That's probably the ninth time that that's happened to me in Westerville. <laughs> okay. And every time they pulled you over is for... It's never been no, the same cop more no than reason. once. Yeah, I've been let go every time, but I've had my car searched for drugs. I don't know exactly how but many what's times. The reason probably nine pull- times. What's the reason they're pulling you over? Because I'm being profiled. So they see you in the car and they're just pulling you over for literally I, no reason. I've had... I have heard this from police specifically that when they are looking to pull people over, they overwhelmingly pull over people that are wearing hats yeah. and have earrings. Okay. If you're smoking a cigarette, they're going to pull you over because if you smoke a cigarette, you're more likely to have drugs. Okay. I, I agree with you. That, I, I, I get it. The re, you know the reason they profile that is because that stop and frisk exists. Okay. In New York, right? I don't know that it does anymore. Well, I mean, okay. It does or it did either way. Yeah. No, that was unbelievable. That's a that's some bullshit. That's the point is a cop. You don't need a reason to be in front of a cop. If a cop is profiling you, if you're profilable. Yeah. Then you're going to be in front of cops. So while you walking around in Rick and Morty T-shirts and Zelda hats, you do not come across as nearly likely to get stopped by police as me. And I'm not nearly as likely to get stopped as Neek. Okay, sure. I agree. So. Yes, I think cops are. I, I think the whole system is broken. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. I've had the police called when I was a victim. Yeah. And then they have pursued to try to catch me in something. I got numerous you. times. I'm sure. I believe that. Like I've been assaulted. Somebody called the police and then the cops came trying to find something to fuck with me for. I don't trust the police. That's why I won't call the police is because I don't feel like justice is going to be served. I don't feel like if I'm I'm a victim, I don't feel confident that the police aren't going to show up and try to put me in jail for something. Like I don't dude, I get it. Like I get it. Your hashtag me too. And it up, you know, with the fucking your with fellow Colin Kaepernick loving motherfuckers. I get it. You know, black lives matter. I get it. I'm with you. I get it. So I understand the hatred for for police. I, I I can get what you're saying. I just think it's when you're if you're trying to have a serious conversation about it, and then you turn around and say all cops are bad. You know they're not all bad people, but they're all bad for being cops. Like that's just it's silly. I didn't say they're bad. I said well, cops how, are okay, bad. Okay, however cops the fuck you bad. worded it, it's the same thing. It's not the same thing because I'm not saying so. They're say bad what you people. said again. You're they're not bad people, but all cops are not bad people, but all cops are bad. Cops are bad. Okay. Not That's the people so that silly. fill those roles, but those roles are inherently bad. That's an unnecessary distinction. No, like it's, it's not. It's so it's wacky. Not. 
And it's weird to me that you can be that dismissive of it, especially after like before we even came back from break. You just watch. You, I, we we're just talking about these police tearing a one year old child yeah. away from a yeah, that's fucking bullshit. mother like that. And I, I understand you're saying that they're that's the the minority exception, the minority. Mm-hmm. But it's not though. Okay, you just don't see the rest of it. I mean, there's probably one hundred that probably that like instance as far as. Um, you know, whatever. I don't. I don't know the story, that and I didn't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you hold on? Can you hold on? Can you hold on? What? Whatever. You know what they were doing there. I don't. I haven't seen the video. I haven't read the article. I don't know. Was it some kind of custody hearing or something like that? What was the no. context? She was at a public office because her daycare uh, passes from the government. She was no longer getting them, so she was there to find out why she wasn't getting them anymore. Okay. The place was full, so she sat down on the floor with her child, and they called the police on her because she was sitting on the floor. Yeah, that's and then the police bullshit. showed up and tore her one-year-old child violently from her arms. Yeah, that's horseshit. Now, you can think that's the minority all you want, but I'm just saying this shit is. That's not the first time that's happened. Okay, that shit has happened. It's many not times. the last either. And it, you're right. But, I mean, okay. I mean, you might as well just say saying, cops have killed one person, so no, no, fuck them I'm, all. What I'm saying is. That's the first time it was major news. That's the first time it was caught on a camera. Okay. And it was made a big deal out of, and this shit happens constantly. Those people are it pieces happens. of shit. It's not. It's not because they're cops, though. It's, that's the distinction I'm making. You, I mean, do you you're telling me it's just a few bad apples when there's six cops there and one of them's doing it and the other five don't stop them? All five of them are pieces of shit. I'm with you. Okay, so then it's not a few bad apples. But there's probably the five thousand. There's five thousand cops in that so district that probably it. wouldn't have done that. You know what I but, mean? But if okay, so if. The one cop is doing that, and those other five cops don't stop him. Yeah. Do you have any confidence whatsoever that if you change those five cops out with any of the other five cops in the system, that they're going to stop him? Maybe. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, a brash like uh, conclusion you're making. Then why doesn't why, why don't the cops ever stop them? How can we see how do you all know they of don't? these things? How do you how can we see all? Wait, of these how do you things? know they don't? No one records that shit and posts it online, though. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're saying no good, cops never do no good deeds. Then why do we see see it so overwhelmingly where you see one cop committing an injustice and there's six other cops standing around that don't stop them? It happens constantly. Okay. It's not a few bad apples. They are all on the same team. Sure. Yes, they are on the same team. They're the police. It's bullshit. That's not justice. So don't tell me you're a good cop well, because you you didn't do it. I don't well, give a fuck, bro. You could have stopped it and you didn't. You're just, it's a don't backwards tell me thinking, you swap like, them out that somebody's going to stop them. No. It's some nobody thinking, ever stops you're, them. You're literally making a generalization like shitting on every cop and then you say like, well, yeah, we should have cops. Like, what, what do you we mean? We should what? have cops. They just shouldn't be like this. We need reform. Our system needs change. What should they do different? There's a lot of things they should do different. I don't have all the answers. If I did, I'd be running for fucking office. Yeah. I want to hear. The, I want to hear this, something. This shit is not okay, bro. This is not acceptable. And for you to sit here and tell me that most cops are good people, fuck that, bro. I didn't. Horse shit. Okay. Fuck that. <laughs> it's just. A, it's very. You're it's, telling me this is nonsense. Like there's no rational train of that's thought like the here. Same reason. Like, it's like not even debatable. Be, that's outrageous. That's the same reason. Like someone would be racist. There's like a few. There's a few people that are racist. So all every person in the South is racist. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, a similar. It's not the same. That is not the same. All right. People take these jobs so that you, you don't have an issue with somebody that wants a job specifically so that they can tell other people what to do. I don't think that's why they take the people who are good that take that job, which I believe they exist. The people that are good that take that job, I don't think that's why they're doing it. I think they want to be a a, a good 
cog in the system. You know what I, I mean? I think agree. they genuinely probably want to be, you know, see justice. They want to be the different. You know, I'm I sure will, those people exist. I will agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I will agree with you that I don't think every cop takes that job with the goal of being terrible. I think you're saying because them, the system is corrupt, it, it transforms them into that. Is that what you're I saying? I mean, a lot of times, but I, what, I, what I'm getting at now is I do think there are cops that want to make a positive difference and take that job for that reason. Yeah. I do think that exists. Okay, then, that, then we're, we're on the same page then. I don't know that that's sustainable. Why? That mentality. Because that job corrupts, bro. Hmm. And our system does nothing to check that, which is part of the flaw. Now, for example, I think I having know, I think requiring body cameras is actually the best thing cops have ever done. I think it's a great thing, but I also think that there are a lot of these instances where cops shoot people, kill them, and they get let off, and people get really upset. Yeah, it's not the cops' fault. While it's terrible, and these people should not be shooting other people, the cops are doing what they're trained to do. Yeah, that's what they are trained to do. That cop did what he was supposed to do. That's what I'm talking about. Where the system's broken. Mm, I, I don't fault the cop because I know that he did what he was taught to do. Sure. But that's not what he should be taught to do. The system okay. is broken. Okay. I, I do agree. I think I we, also don't think we, we have an effective way to police police, which is yeah, that's that's the definitely key. needs reform. I think body cameras are a good first step in that direction. I think shit like live PD where they, they may be doing it under the guise of like, we're, you know, this is a you're a public service. Uh, you're you're. You know, our tax dollars, this is our tax dollars at work. Let's film them and hold them accountable. And that's probably the guise under which they do live PD. And that's why they're allowed to do such a thing. And I like that ability, to be honest. I also understand why cops don't tell on other cops. I understand that sure. they're all in this together. Sure. And so like, even when something's wrong, even when they know something's wrong, they don't want to tell on their, their brothers. Yeah. I understand that because I ain't telling on mine. Yeah. Even if they're dead ass wrong. Okay. So I understand that concept. Yeah. But me and my guys shouldn't be cops. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get what you're saying. I don't think too. I should be the president. So when I hold my president to a different standard than I hold myself, that's because he's. I the think, qualifications look, are different. Let's wrap this up. I think we agree on more uh, things than we don't uh, as far as that goes. Uh, we obviously, you know, there's a fork in the road uh, at some point. I'm just, I, I, I guess in this situation, I'm a more a glass half full kind of is to break it down in a sim most simplistic view on this, on this topic. I'm a glass half full. My glass is empty. I know. And, that, and that's, you know, it's okay. I, I understand why people have those beliefs and I don't want people to think I am a cop apologist. I'm not, I just try to think rationally and I like seeing shit from both sides. And I like to think how, if I were to become a cop, I like to think how I would, you know, take that role. That's and that's kind of where I'm coming from. All I'm saying is, look, you know me as a person. Yeah. Not as an image or anything. You know me. Yeah. I've known you for years. Mm -hmm. You know what my moral character is. You know, I'm not a bad person. Yeah. I'm not out to hurt people. You know me. They don't. Cops don't. Yeah, I know. So, uh, I mean, so when you look at me, you're not judging me the way a cop is. When you a do, cop is seeing my hat, and my dude. Shirt when you do that job, you have my to tattoos. Do that. You know that though, right? Like that's you understand. You understand that's bullshit. Like, they can't just walk Fuck up to, out of here. They're that's not bullshit. They're not gonna walk up to every single person that looks like you and treat them the same way they would treat like an 80 year old lady. Are you kidding me? That's bullshit. That's not bullshit. I think that's necessary for their jobs. No, for their I safety. think I think it's necessary for their jobs. If they want to do them successfully, is to treat 
crime a certain way and not people. I agree. Um, Don't you, fuck with you me because I dress a certain way or because I've got tattoos. But you understand their life's, on the, their life's on the line every single time they pull somebody over. Like, Miss me they, with that shit. I mean, you don't think so? Miss me with that shit, bro. What, are, what, is that, what do you mean? You are choosing to do a job that you know is dangerous and yeah. you want a fucking, uh, fucking commemorative award for it every turn. Fuck out of here, bro. I mean, I, I've, I've seen motherfuckers at a traffic stop on vi many times on videos like pull out a gun and like, shoot that at shit does happen, but when you take that job, you know what you're doing. Don't expect me to applaud you because you chose some job so that you could tell other grown people what to do. And then fucking when something terrible happens, you're like, oh, I was just protecting and serving. You don't protect and serve shit. Fuck out of my I face. I highly disagree. Fuck with that. out of here with that shit. All right. Well, I'm done talking about because uh, you're just reopening the wound. And uh, <laughs> uh, I think sorry, uh, I, we we have a strong disagreement. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if somebody breaks in my house, I'm obviously grabbing my gun, but I'm immediately calling the police. I want them involved anytime anything bad is happening to be quite honest so um i i in that regard we're on far reaches uh far separate ends of the planet but um i've had my shit broken into a few times and i've called the police no times that's really really <laughs> fucking dumb of you <laughs> like, I what mean, more can again, i say like, that's so me, stupid the cops are going to treat you different when they show up okay <laughs> that's a, that's a such a dumb like assumption I don't care if you're in the most hoodish hood of all time. Like you should call the cops when your shit gets broken right. into. In the neighborhood I just moved out of, I'm probably the least likely to be stopped. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that I don't feel like when the cops show up, you got to assume I'm the thief. I mean, dude, you're paying fucking taxes for them to put them to good use, make them do their goddamn job and help you out when you need them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's all I'm saying. Like, why, why in the fuck would you waste that opportunity? It to seems be very clear. silly to be very clear. I have had positive interactions with the police. I fully appreciate them. I just wish they were more frequent. That's yeah. all. Okay. I want them to protect and serve, not persecute me. I agree. That's I can, fair, that's something I, I can agree 100% with uh, protect and serve more than you persecute. Absolutely. Don't try to just ticket me or arrest me whenever you can, because you're trying to meet a quota or whatever. Yeah. Like, do what is right. That's all I yep, want. That's I all I want for my police. Stop fucking busting people for weed, too. For Christ's sake, man. I, I mean, Quit getting on your fair. fucking high horse. Every goddamn time I turn on Facebook, I see a police department. But we got an ounce of weed from this traffic stop. And, like, everyone in the comments, like, who fucking cares? D grow the fuck up. You know, like, every one of those cops smoke weed at some point. I know, man. Too, so it's like. It's so pathetic. If they don't currently. On Live PD, I'll see them pull, like, a little bag out of somebody's waistband. And, like, in some states, they're like, see this amount? This is a felony. Like, give me a fucking break, man. It grew on a goddamn natural plant, you fucking moron. That shit really pisses me off, but well, we don't have to keep going there. <laughs> Yeah, well, Smoke in short, weed every day. <laughs> I don't like the police. <laughs> Once you guys start acting right, I'll side up with Team Blue. But until then, mortal enemies. I mean, like if you had a buddy that became a police officer, you wouldn't like respect him at all. I don't make friends with people that would become police officers that's, to begin that's with. That's a stupid thing to say, like, too. <laughs> why is that stupid? Like, people that are prone to being police officers aren't people I'm probably going to be friends Dude, with. Anybody could with. become a police officer. That's so horseshit. <laughs> you know what? Just because you said that, I'm literally going to become a police officer just to prove you wrong. Just just for that. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, oh, here they fucking come, dude. I don't like them. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Whoops. All right. Um, fuck the police. Fuck the police. Fuck, the, fuck them. For the most part, uh, yeah, sure. Fuck the police. Yeah. Um, in the in the context of that song, especially you and your buddies. Look, the fucking Facebook comments keeps 
fucking up down here. I don't know. X split. Get your goddamn got shit a together. Deep police conversation though. All right, watch live PD though. It's pretty cool seeing Franklin County on there. The dudes they have on Franklin County are pretty cool too. I seem pretty cool. I, I thought I had battery, bro. All right, well, let's wrap it up. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Iconoclash.net. Boy, check out itsinsbaby.com. Yeah, check out Bobby Cray, our homeboy. Check out unknownpod.com. Um, be on the lookout. We'll post that vid- music video when it drops. Yes. For I'm on. Yeah. Uh, Can they listen to I'm on? Is it on Bobby's World? It, no, it's on his new album. It's not out yet. Okay. It's on that shit, Craig. Yes. All right. Hell yeah. Motherfucker, right. I'm on. Keep all that shit. Join us next week on Facebook Live around 11 or 12 ish. We'll be back with our Christmas episode. So yeah. Be on the lookout for that. Thanks, guys. Catch you later. Have a great life. See you next time. On Iconic Class. Yeah. <laughs>